You are listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 215 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We are also on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel, Tyler at Tyler underscore Abair. There you go. Shaking his head. So welcome to the show. Got lots to talk about this week. We're going to dive into some feedback. Talk about Fastlane. Going to talk about Raw, Total Divas, Lucha Underground, NXT, Q&A, all that other good stuff. But, but first. But first. We how are like, you guys doing? How are you guys doing? No, this week we have a very special guest all the way from Doomsday Wrestling, our good friend Tex Lone Star. That's right. Oh, guys. Oh, cut it out. Cut it out. Sit Speech. down, sit down. Okay, folks, I'm not one. I'm not big for speeches. I'm not one for speeches, but uh, that, uh, I can hear the Albano clap. It's contagious. That clap is not for me, folks. It's for Albano, uh, who is one of the many, many featured Matt Magicians at Doomsday Wrestling. You know, WWE calls them superstars. We call them Matt Magicians at Doomsday Wrestling because they perform magic in the ring. That's the proper term. That's the proper yeah. term. And, uh, so welcome to the show. Oh, hey, thanks again. Thanks again. We I certainly appreciate here. you coming down and oh. spending some time with us. Hey, I tell you, I, I tell you what, every anytime, uh, any chance I get, if I need a little break to clear my head from all this hardcore promoting I do, I come to Beaumont, <laughs> Texas and spend some time with my favorite folks, the guys at WNS Podcast. That's all right. Larry, Joseph, <laughs> and Darnell. One of these, these days, th- I think you'll get these it. These three guys, <laughs> they make me feel at home earlier tonight. Before the show, they treated me to an exquisite dinner at Golden Corral. <laughs> and when we got back to the studio here, I was treated to a, a free Coca-Cola out of a vending machine. Yeah? That's the Delicious. best. Delicious. You just can't top it. And you can't top Only a, for the best. a vending machine Coca-Cola. Nothing but the best for the best. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You, know, I, you know, I have that tattooed on my back. <laughs> oh, really? Nothing but the best for the best. That's right. <laughs> I, I do have that. <laughs> oh, good to know. And like I said, you are here to, to help promote uh, Doomsday Wrestling taking place this Saturday out at Numbers. That's right. In uh, Houston. In Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Uh, Great no, show. Numbers Nightclub. Uh, Doomsday Wrestling will be appearing Doomsday 24. This episode is titled Montezuma's Revenge, and you come on down this Saturday at Numbers 300 Westheimer and find out why violence has never been this funny. Doomsday Wrestling at Numbers Saturday February 28th. That's this Saturday, folks. Doomsday Wrestling. <laughs> Very good stuff. And there are a few n- matches that have been announced so far. I know we've got Hot Flash going up against the Russian Bear. That's right. Hot Flash, the menopausal maiden, age 57, folks. She might not be able to give birth, but she can reproduce victories in the <laughs> ring. Folks, she can do it. I said that backwards, but you get the idea. The Russian Bear, former uh, KGB uh, agent, been a... Uh, cryogenically frozen and been recently unthawed and folks he is unleashing a wave of communist terror on houston texas and i think only hot flash can stop him absolutely there's also another matchup precious jewels going up against albano that's right albano the toilet toting luchador famous for his what is it 
the Albano clap. You hear it? That's the Albano clap, and the clap is contagious, folks. I got the fever. <laughs> oh, we all got the fever, and I got the clap, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and the runs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't have the runs. But uh, <laughs> maybe I do. I did eat at Golden Corral, didn't yeah. I? That'll come later. Yeah, that'll, that's all for later. That's all for El later. El Pano, man, he, he's super strong, always carrying a toilet around, man. Oh, he has that, to be super strong. And that all started, you know, he, he is kind of a germaphobe. He hates using public toilets, so he brings his own toilet wherever he goes because he refuses to well, I mean, to he use, cleans to his own toilet, huh? He, well, he doesn't clean it, but he uses his own toilet. Oh, okay. I mean, well, yeah. I, mean I don't know if anyone else uses it. I hope not. But, well, we uh, have seen it in use in a match before. So. Oh, yeah. Well, well to- you know, the thing is, there's a loophole in the Doomsday Wrestling rulebook, which you'll be able to purchase this Saturday at Doomsday Wrestling. Just go to the bartender and ask them for a copy of the Doomsday Wrestling rulebook, and they'll <laughs> they'll hook you up. Um, but there's a loophole in that rulebook that state it doesn't say anything about toilets being illegal. So mm. so the referees cannot enforce that, that, that toilets are indeed illegal. So El Baño is free to bring his toilet into the ring and do what he pleases with it. Good to know. That's right. Um, and he'll be... Uh, He'll be facing Precious Jewels. Precious Jewels is a, a mystery surrounded by Enigma wrapped in a riddle. He is a multi-time Doomsday Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. I thought he was wrapped in a conundrum. Well, this time he's going to be wrapped in a, what did I say, a riddle? That's right. He's, he's wrapped. He's going to be wrapped up, folks. He might be wrapped up in a tortilla this time. You he's never gonna know. He's going to need protection if he's going up against El Bono. Oh, he's going to need all the help he can get. But, but like I said, this man is unpredictable. He's capable of amazing things. We've seen this, we've seen this man emul- uh, um, multiply himself. We've seen him... Possess people. We've seen him impregnate somebody without even having intercourse with them, and then, <laughs> then the woman who was my daughter, by the way, uh, gave birth to, to himself. It was it was very very hard to explain, folks. You can check out the wow. Doomsday website for more information on well, that. This creature has powers, man. He's got powers, but but El Bano, he is the toilet toting luchador, and he is in his prime, folks. So that's going to be one heck of a contest. He's going to be able to flush the competition. Oh, he's going to flush out the competition, and you never know. Precious Jules just might have a little accident on the way to the ring. It's that you mean you're going places that Doomsday normally wouldn't go having these kind of competitors. That's true. We are going to an exciting new low this Saturday, <laughs> February twenty eighth at numbers. Would it be fair to say that El Bano sort of in he sort of inherits the spirit of Montezuma in a way? You you did mention that the subtitle of the show was Montezuma's Revenge and That's right. So there's got that can't be a coincidence. There has to be some sort of connection there. Is there? Is it just a coincidence? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, Darnell. It could be or it might not be. I. You never know. Does Darnell? You know, he is. He is of Latin descent, and uh, Montezuma was uh, an was an at or was or still is an at was an Aztec uh, emperor, who is now famous for the catchphrase Montezuma's Revenge, and we all know what that is, right? Shit. Well, well we've all. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it's you know, it's. I mentioned it earlier, the runs, the runs. So, um, and, and El Baño does carry a toilet. So it does seem a little coincidental, but you'll have to find out this Saturday, February 28th at numbers. Yeah, yeah, runny, runny shit, runny shit. Yeah. That's right. So uh, other matches, I know fan favorite, uh, Beefy Joe's going to be in action. That's right, the butcher turned wrestler straight out of Hoboken. Uh, the butcher turned wrestler, I just said that, straight out of Hoboken. <laughs> I'm having a stroke, folks. <laughs> Oh, get some, get we'll some be, help okay, for I'm, I'm over my stroke, folks. I'm over my get stroke. Get that man another coke. And, uh, and Beefy Joe, he'll be uh, he'll be going one on one with a newcomer to Doomsday Wrestling, Bo Jaffo, the immortal genie. After over five thousand years of imprisonment in a lamp, he has finally been freed, and he will be facing the butcher turned wrestler. Very interesting. Meat versus magic. Yeah, it's that's a hard sell in itself. Magic meat. Magic that, meat. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> 
Another, <laughs> what's your favorite kind of meat, Tex? Are you coming on to me? <laughs> no, my favorite kind of meat, like on a sandwich, or just eat it by itself, or just period. I'm coming on to you. You'll know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, my favorite type of meat. Uh, you know, lately I've been. I guess I like pork. I like sausage. I like uh, I like barbecue pork. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. What do you? What about you guys? I'm a beef guy. Yeah, yeah. a beefcake. You said. <laughs> I'm also a beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> so another matchup that's uh, that's lined up for for Doomsday well, Wrestling. Guys, question. Yeah, Lewis. Uh, like, what, what, what's, <laughs> do, do you do you have a favorite meat? Ah, uh, ground beef. I like ground beef. Ground beef. You like yeah. just just plain? You eat it by itself? Just yeah, just a bowl of ground that's beef. That's all I need. A little taco seasoning on it, and then uh, I'm good to go. Like Make a little or... Tex-Mex going. I like that. Okay, yeah, what about you? The roast, roast, beef. like pot roast or just ro- oh, roast beef? Yeah, roast beef. Hmm. Does mm-hmm. it remind you of anything? <laughs> that's a terrible, <laughs> terrible joke I just made. <laughs> You're losing your kid kid viewers to, uh, tonight. So Charlene Lone Star is going to be in action. Uh, speaking of uh, kids, speaking of meat. Oh hey hey hey! Watch your watch your filthy mouth. Shut your whore's mouth over there. My daughter, 15 year old Charlene Lone Star, would not know. Would not, this would all go over her head if she was listening. Char- Charlene, if you're listening, go to bed. You have a match. You have a match this Saturday. We have no time for this. Charlene, Get back Lone- to training. Back to training. Just oh, she's. I got her training right now, folks. So she's she's in the gym right now. Training hard. Punching meat. Punch. You guys, you, you know, this is just this is getting out of hand. I mean, I usually enjoy enjoy my 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 visits to Beaumont, Texas, but right now, no, seriously, I love you guys. I love you guys. We love my, you too. But my well, hey, let's not go too far with this. But, but my daughter, Charlene Lone Star, 15 years of age, has already held the Doomsday Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship multiple times. Multiple times. We'll be facing another newcomer to Doomsday Wrestling. And that is the feral lady, Animalia the Untamed. Animalia the Untamed was discovered in the woods at Baytown, Texas, foaming at the mouth. She probably has fleas, folks. She probably needs a tick bath. But she'll be unleashed upon my daughter this Saturday at Numbers. And folks, uh, CPS, Child Protective Services, will probably be all over me after this one. So definitely want to make sure you catch that matchup. Uh, I know there's another matchup uh, with involving a, a relatively newcomer, Mr. Cuddles, going to be an action. That's right, Mr. Cuddles. He made his de- uh, Doomsday debut last year. Uh, uh, he didn't. He didn't quite pull off a victory, but he was very popular with the fans, especially the kids. Um, <laughs> he is uh, also known as the Feline Fury. He is. Uh, he is neutered, folks, but he. But he hasn't been declawed. Don't. Don't think that this man is tame for a minute. He'll be facing uh, a. Um, Will he be facing? Oh, I gotta go over the card. Oh, another another newcomer, folks. Doomsday Wrestling is just full of talent, <laughs> folks. Full of talents just bursting at the seams. We got so much talent on the roster, so much talent in the locker room, so much talent in the backseat of my car that we just can't contain it, <laughs> folks. We we have to find room for all this talent. Better folks, than the trunk, I guess. Yeah, folks, we're there's some talent in the trunk too. <laughs> Maybe some under the hood. And we we have to unleash this talent, folks, just a little bit at a time. And this Saturday, Mr. Cuddles, the Feline Fury, will be meeting Top Banana in the ring. That's right. I said Top Banana, folks. He's the whole enchilada. He's the big G's. He's just known as Top Banana, folks. So say he's a banana. He's not an enchilada. No, he's not a banana or nor is he an enchilada. He's a, he's a wrestler. Okay? He's, he's not literally a banana. I mean... I mean, watching a cat on, fight, a, watching I'm a cat sorry, fight I'm a banana. Sorry. I mean, those <laughs> those days where we had to book a cat fighting a banana are over. We don't do that anymore. Okay, this is now a man, a man. He, 
it's it's a sign of bravado. Like I'm the top banana, you know. Oh, okay, I got you. I got confused. Yeah. Sorry. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of grief over that name, you know, when he when he's uh you know when he's in the airport or when he's uh you know just just making public appearances, you know, you mm-hmm. know people think he he's part banana. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If there's a it, he always says, if there's any ladies in the audience who need a little potassium, come see him. <laughs> Get a little potassium in them. I would know, but that's what he said. Potassium. <laughs> Let's just say a lot of folks want to peel the top banana. So really good stuff. Five matches announced so far. You know what's also good? <laughs> banana smoothie. Absolutely. If you want to go off on this banana tangent. Nice and smooth. So, uh, you know, five matches announced so far. Many that's more right. to happen this Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's just the tip of the um, iceberg, folks. But I do notice that you brought the Doomsday Championship belt with us. I sure did. Or with you, I should say. Yeah. yeah well, To, to yeah. display for us. I did, just to show you and... Uh, we can get a shot of that with our camera, you know, and if you can, if you can, yeah, there you go. Get a shot of that, our cameraman. I'll post it on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead yeah. and post that. Okay, folks. Yeah, I have it. It's you, it usually would be resting upon the gorgeous waist of Chuck Wagon, our former Doomsday Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. Folks, I said former. I said former. Underline that Uh-oh. word. Unfortunate series of events, folks. Chuck Wagon is suffering. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. Is suffering from a severe case of irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. <laughs> And um, he always seems to have bad luck. He he he's had some terrible luck, folks. It happens he, to the best of us. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. We we've all had irritable Ups irritable bowels. You know, you yeah. win the championship, yeah. you get IBS. And yeah, you know, I mean, that's text part max, of life. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing an adult diaper right now, just in case. <laughs> well, that's what that smell was. Yeah, just in case. You know, you know I don't want to make a mess of things. But uh, but Chuck Wagon, he was stricken with the with 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 the IBS, and and as tragic as that is. The board of directors of Doomsday Wrestling told me that we have to strip him of the title because he will not be appearing, or at least not defending his title this Saturday at Numbers at Doomsday Wrestling. Um, so what we're going to do, folks, is those five matches we just announced, the winners of each of those five matches will go on to a five-wrestler showdown to determine a new, undisputed Doomsday Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion this Saturday at Numbers, folks. It's Doomsday, Doomsday Wrestling. Doomsday Wrestling, that's right. DoomsdayWrestling.com. Is that an exclusive? The The... Yes. Well, the, well. There's a few exclusives. The top banana match uh, versus uh, Mr. Cuddles. That's a. What is that? What is that? What is it? WNS Podcast Exclusive. That's right. Brought to you by Tex Lone Star of Doomsday Wrestling. <laughs> I got another exclusive for you, folks. I got another one. You guys didn't see this coming, but I know a lot of you out there, folks, love love to get your mouth around just a hot serving of authentic Tex-Mex. Cuisine. And you I know we, we love our Tex-Mex. We all love our Tex-Mex. We are in Texas, folks. And if you're like me, your favorite Tex-Mex is at Poncho's Mexican Buffet. You guys ever eat at Poncho's <laughs> Mexican Buffet? Yeah. Yes. I'm currently the night manager at Poncho's <laughs> Mexican Buffet. After this uh, show, I'm going to have to go pick up a shift. You know, I need some extra money pay the rent coming up, folks. Um, anyway, back on track. Poncho's Mexican Buffet. If you ever need service, you just got to raise the flag. If you need a refill, if you need a massage, anything... Text Lone Star will will be there at Poncho's serving you fresh sopapillas, enchiladas, and and chili relleno. I'm trying to speak with an accent to try to be more authentic. <laughs> it's not really working, but folks, see this set. There you go. See that means yes. This 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 weekend, this Saturday, Doomsday Wrestling. We will be giving away a free dinner for two at Poncho's Mexican Buffet. Woo! 
<laughs> what, what other reason, what more reason do you need to come down there? Even if you hate wrestling or you hate comedy or you hate having a good time, you got to love Tex-Mex wrestling food. Everybody loves ponchos. Yeah, everyone loves ponchos. No one hates ponchos. Chips and salsa all around. That's right. There's got to be a cap on that dinner though, right? I mean. A, a dinner for two. I'll be, I'm the night manager. I can pull some strings. Okay. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal, Doug. Hey, you got your name right. Hey, I did get your name. Is that your name? <laughs> I thought it was Darnell. Oh. My name is Darnell. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Darnell. Uh, so what you're saying is whoever wins will eat Tex-Mex. No, no, no. It's not, it's not for the wrestlers. The wrestlers, the, no, 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 I'm saying diets. whoever wins. No, I mean, like, Do uh, they get to comes, dine with you? Yeah, oh. dine with you. Well, I'll, if I'm not too busy working, okay, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. definitely. You are a busy man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a busy man. I'm either I'm either serving up fresh sopapillas at, and and lowering flags from raised <laughs> flags that because I've you know people demand service right, they right. raise the flag at punches. That's, how, That's how it works. Yeah. Um, I'm either promoting wrestling shows or serving up authentic uh, Tex-Mex cuisine. All right. For now. The good stuff. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I know you said that the belt is online for the five people who win those matches, but right. since you have the belt in the studio, I thought the belt was supposed to be for us. I'm just saying, I, th- I thought it was for us. Uh, you guys haven't won anything. Well, why would <laughs> I just give out free belts every well, I time thought, I yeah. show up? To... I thought we had won your affection. But... Yeah. Well, you we didn't won, won my affection. Love. I could get you a belt for that. All right. Yeah, but 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 did you think I, I just had one belt for the three? All the somehow fit into oh we'll fight we'll fight for it that's oh, okay no oh well then there's a fight there's a there's a yeah. right there and the victor will get the belt there yeah. you go okay well that's that's good thinking you have a mind for wrestling i can tell right there yes and that's why we're on a this it'll is a wrestling be, oh, shit. podcast he has, be a good he fight. has uh, scissors in the it'll hand. be a good fight i promise you yeah he's holding a pair of scissors very, in his hands. <laughs> very action filled that's right yeah <laughs> that's right he's gonna give us all haircuts <laughs> who do you think would win a fight between the three of us three the three of y'all now let's let's think about this does anybody have any like fighting like training or anything? Y- you do? I, do? I do the kicker, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you're not supposed to say that, right? Or, or well, I don't know. But I guess oh, I would want. wait, so so you have you have fighting tra- training, Doug? Yes. You do in what? Uh, Sudoku, box, boxing, Muay Thai. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. I grew up. That's <laughs> <the idea. laughs> a little bit of jujitsu. Really? When you say a little bit, did you go one time or what? It, I mean, like uh, that free trial that you got to go. In. <laughs> you know, just a couple of years. And boxing is that from playing like like Punch Out on in, on the Nintendo? No, no, no. Okay, so I'm a killing machine. So he's up, he's up to Nintendo Wii where you got to so, actually punch. <laughs> so do you guys, the other two guys, whatever your names are, do you do you guys have any fighting training of any sort? Um, no. Okay, now. <laughs> Cockfighting. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'll poke your eye out. I'll tell you this: there are two secrets, or there there are two things you need to know about being successful. The first thing is never reveal everything. Ah, there you go. Ah, you beautiful ah. son of a bitch! You, I can't believe you you pulled that over on me. Well, let me say this: I'll say this. All the skills, those really help, but I think it would just depend on you guys who's the most angry. And are we talking about a scenario where you guys just hate each other's guts, or we're just trying to see who can beat each other up? That's a pretty accurate scenario. You guys hate each other's guts? I don't know. I might have to... Well, you you, you have a fiancé, and you have a yes. girlfriend. You, you don't have a girlfriend. You're, you're a pretty lonely man. We were right? both engaged. Okay, so you... Well, he has nothing to lose. Doug has nothing to lose, <laughs> and he has training, so I'm going to go with Doug. Which means I have everything to fight for you have everything well that's 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 true but this guy will do things that i mean well, i have a machete so 
Yeah, yeah. Well, he also has a unicycle. And a oh, yeah. unicycle. A, a unis- you should. Can you ride the unicycle? <laughs> no, I suck at it. Really? <laughs> how long have you had it? For like uh, three for a long years. Time, huh. And I you got tried it for riding. Birthday. I was like, Damn it! And then like uh, I had it in the house and I ran up a wall, so there's like tire marks. On well, the I'm, wall. well, I'm seeing a dollar sign on you because if you can learn to ride that <laughs> unicycle and wield that machete, and we get a couple of watermelons, oh, shit, I'll man. put you on at the at the. The intermission show at Doomsday Wrestling. Oh, okay, I'll learn it. Then. You learn that's that's incentive. That'll let a fire in. Telling you. him he's needing to learn it, and yeah. cash in on it. And let me tell you, you ride a unicycle from experience. You ride a unicycle, you get tons of tons of pussy. <laughs> I usually don't say that word, but riding a unicycle, it does it. It does it for him. You know, Ringo Starr used to ride a, a unicycle. And look yeah, at him. Look a load of pussy, huh? Oh my God, Ringo. Yeah, of course he did. It's Ringo Starr. You know, you know that band he was in, the Ringo Starr All Star Band. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's yeah. what it was called. Kind of dating y'all. I'm kind of showing my age here, aren't I? <laughs> All you youngins. I'm afraid I don't know that one. I'm sorry. Oh, well, they performed at Astroworld one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> they did. Yeah, well, that's good to know. Yeah. You think they're, uh, didn't, didn't they say they're going to be rebuilding Astroworld? I didn't hear that. I would love that. Well, maybe I would. I thought love there that. was like maybe a, a voting or something like huh. that that may have happened. I don't know. I mean, is there a call for it? You think, I mean, is there a demand? I mean, you think it would do well? Hey, I'll be right back. Uh, Montezuma's revenge. Okay. Oh, a little, a little early. <laughs> this Montezuma's Saturday, revenge. out of numbers. This Saturday, he might be in, Doom- be, in, be on the throne for till Saturday. Doomsday wrestling. That's right. That's oh, right. Our very good friend, Tex Lundstar. Oh well, thank you, thank you, Doug. Has left the room <laughs> now. We can say all sorts of things about him. Yeah, that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, horrible man. I love. So him. you think he'd win? Is that is that? Well, what I mean, <laughs> if he if he's if he's not lying about all the training he's had, and he's like just rattling off, I'm Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, Brazilian. <laughs> Brazilian, whatever, and and uh, you know, uh, if he's not lying about that, then and he can get pretty angry. But he, but he seems kind of lazy, doesn't he? Doesn't it seems like in the middle of the fight he just might <laughs> not not give up out of fear or thinking he can't win. He just might get tired or, or not even exhausted. Just kind of like oh, I don't feel like it. I think that's mind game. What? I think that's a mind game, like psychological warfare. Yeah, he he might also he's, be he's a master giving you of the impression that, he, that he's like that, but he's oh, secretly in you know. Well, I'm glad I don't have to fight him. It's, it's, <laughs> it's unfortunate that you two guys do. Well, since he's out of the room, would that be considered a countout? Oh, I didn't know the fight. The fight's happening now. Oh, well, I mean, if it's for the title, you know, you, you tell us <laughs> when. And uh, I don't know if that title. I only put the title on the line when it's a big money scenario, Man. you know. Uh, I right. KO with my elbow. Hey, I, I like that. I can cuss with my kicks. He's stealing those lines. Man, Lynn, you're, you're, like a, you're like a poet, and you didn't, <laughs> Show even, no, didn't even know it. Didn't even but, have knowledge of it. Because he didn't go to college, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Doomsday Wrestling That's right, this folks. Saturday. That's right. Uh, I got to say, uh, it's always a pleasure to come down here, visit these guys here yeah. at WNS Podcast, Wrestling News Source, where I get all my news when it comes to <laughs> pro wrestling. I really don't know much about pro wrestling, though, other than Doomsday Wrestling, as far as I'm concerned. That's the only pro wrestling what promotion is there, there is. What else on? is there? Yeah. <laughs> all the people better. that are listening to this that don't live in... You know, our area, or Houston, or not even Texas. If you get a chance, fly in oh, yeah. to Houston. And like I said, if you fly in here, uh, if, if you can show me your boarding pass, some proof that you flew over here, you can stay at my house. Woo, wow. You can stay at my house, folks. I'll, I'll make Charlene sleep on the couch. You can, you can sleep in her bed. <laughs> there and you go. Now, do, do you live in like a, is it like a ranch, or is it just a regular home in Houston? or two-room apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, upstairs, downstairs. We'll say ranch. We'll say no, ranch. well, no. We in one room. Charlene has bunk beds, and I kind of sit up on the the bunk bed sometimes when I'm 
you know, when I'm when I'm when I'm on the internet or whatever, I yeah. I, I I imagine that I live in a two story house when I'm up there. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I'm I'm in a sort of like your penthouse. loft area. Yeah, it's like a loft. Okay. Whoa, Whoa. this is big. Yeah. yeah, pretty impressive. The Lone Star Loft. The Lone Star Estate. Lone Star Estate. <laughs> that's right. Good manner. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The good stuff. Yeah, there you go, man. I feel naked without Doug here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. He it might be a while before he gets back. I don't know. Monty Zuma's revenge. Yeah. One hell of a revenge. Yeah. Monty Zuma's having his revenge. I feel so bad for Chuck Wagon, though. Yeah, you know, he, he fought so hard. He worked his way up. He was a referee for the longest time. And then in a surprise fluke situation, he got a chance to fight for the Dooms Arizona World Heavyweight Championship. And another surprise fluke, he pulled it off. He won. Yeah. He beat the fabulous Bunny Boys, who were then co-champions. Yeah. And uh, and he lived out his dream. A lot of people always told Chuck, "You're too small to be a wrestler. Your uh, your your asthma will keep you down. Your mm-hmm. your your chronic pornography addiction will always keep you out of the wrestling game." But he <laughs> he he shut them all up. And the he fact showed that you're them. a referee and not an actual yeah yeah a referee competitor. I mean, and you know that it, it kind of the IBS that he's suffering from is kind of sort of a blessing in disguise because oh there's 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 Doug, a master of <laughs> the martial arts, coming back from the bathroom. Um, <laughs> Where he bested Montezuma, um, it's kind of a blessing he in disguise. He came back and li- he lived to tell the oh, tale. Oh, he's he, yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He looks looks ten pounds lighter. <laughs> and uh, um, it, it's kind of a blessing in disguise that 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 Chuck did did take the IBS. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, but it was going to be a um, a nightmare, an administrative nightmare, having Chuck <clears throat> Wagon referee his own matches while he's defending <laughs> the Doomsday Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship. That would, yeah, I could see the conflict of interest. It would have been a conflict of interest, of of interest, of, of interest, and <laughs> it would have uh, it would have been it would have been bad. It would have been as controversial as the Kardashians. It would have just been it, a biased official. Oh, a biased official. It just yeah, it would have it that doesn't work for anybody. May have been the downfall of society. Yeah, yeah I know Daniel's sad to hear him that he you know can't defend the title and all that stuff because whenever Chuck Wagon won, he stood up and there was a tear in his eye and oh, he was, was, he was oh, clapping. I was very happy. It was an emotional oh, man. moment. Man, I'm sorry. In I, fact, I, whenever whenever he got you know, up on the apron to get ready for his matchup and he removed his referee shirt to reveal his wrestling gear, which was another referee shirt. That's right. That's yeah. just that He guy. always comes prepared, that guy. Yeah. He, he's you always, never know. He, he was always dreaming of being a a, 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 a doomsday wrestling mat magician one day, mm-hmm. and he he lived out his dream, and he always wore that underneath his his uh his, well, I hope his he referee gets a, attire. I hope he has a speedy recovery on that. One. I, you know, there, there's always a chance he might be back there at the last minute. To, yeah. To, to defend his title, we'll see. Oh, okay. We'll see. We'll have to see yeah. this Saturday. In this Saturday at Numbers, <laughs> February 28th, Doomsday Wrestling. Violence has never been this funny. If you're out of town, or if you're out of the state. And you're looking for a little fun, little something different. You come down to Houston, Texas. I'll show you around. Show you a good time. We'll show you a good time, and you know. You might even win a free dinner. You might win a free dinner at Poncho's. I'll, I'll let you stay at my house. That's room and board right there. All you got to do is pay the airfare, <laughs> and the airfare back, and and anything else you need might might need. You're not getting in the show for free. Don't think for a second <laughs> that you are, folks. I'm a desperate man. Did I tell you guys I'm the night manager at Poncho's Mexican <laughs> Buffet? Did I tell you about that. I think you mentioned it. Okay. Well. Good, good let's, just, let's just we respect it. you enough I mean you don't have to keep flaunting your accomplishments I'm sorry I'm just so <laughs> proud I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I mean, as, as we've known you through the years you know you've you've progressed oh my gosh things are really looking up for old Tex Lone Star now yeah. aren't they 
right. night manager at Pontius. A public service announcement. I don't know if you guys covered this while I, while I had to step out, but apparently the sea and cheesies are new this time, and you don't oh, wanna, yeah. you don't yes. want to rub your eyes. Yeah, after. that's that's true. The the uh, 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 dirty Sanchez, the uh, distributor and manufacturer of our sand cheesies uh, projectile products, which we give to the audience before every Doomsday Wrestling event, just uh, for showing up. Yeah, just for showing up for free. For free, that's worth the price of admission alone. Um, you, we, we, we always give those out to the audience. It's just our way of saying thank you, thank you for your support, and um, and it gives you something to to, to hurl at the, at your favorite wrestlers or your least favorite wrestlers. Um, this time around, we're using a a, a much spicier jalapeno cheddar flavor, <laughs> but it doesn't shouldn't really matter because you're not supposed to eat the things anyway. They're for throwing. That's what the disclaimers. For. Yeah, and just, just don't rub your eyes. Yeah, and don't rub your eyes. You might want to wear gloves. When yeah. you when you or show goggles up. or goggles, yeah, you might just want to wear a full like bodysuit when you're at numbers because it is a filthy place. <laughs> they never clean that place. They'll have yeah. soap in the bathroom. Bathrooms are terrible. Oh, the ba- I never use the bathroom there. <laughs> never use the bathroom. You know that's another re- one of the reasons why Albano brings his own toilet. Absolutely, because of, of the numbers bathroom. Dirty Sanchez is it's a nightmare well. scenario for Montezuma's revenge. Ah, it's a perfect breeding ground for Montezuma's <laughs> revenge. Let's just say that. You- you know, to make a couple of extra bucks on the side, you should pull out some uh, some pay porta potties, like you know. Ah, maybe so. Maybe I, I could know. do that. Yeah, that's good. That's it. You're an entrepreneur, aren't you? Aren't you? And, and you're you also could, a mar- a master of the martial <laughs> arts, apparently. <laughs> and you could sell the toilet paper to the customers. Ah, that's how they do it. And uh, I've been to a few foreign countries, and they do that. They actually sell you like outside of a charge you a for toilet. It. They like they, there's not toilet paper inside, but, <laughs> but they have someone standing outside for. Fifty cents. Here's a, a roll of toilet paper. Wow. Yeah. Like I hope I get to take this home or something. Yeah. Yeah. I never use it just because I collect. <laughs> I collect foreign toilet paper. I've oh, yeah? foreign toilet paper. What's collection. your favorite kind? I like Icelandic. Yeah. Toilet paper. Anything that sets it apart from the others? Yeah. You know, just uh, I got it in Iceland. Oh. That's all. We're talking a nice two ply here. <laughs> no, it's not even two ply. To be honest, I've never been to Iceland. I had a friend who was there. Who mailed me some? Oh, well, and it was, was just nice a few squares of it. Oh, okay, I don't even cool. know what two ply means. I just everything I know about toilet paper I learned from uh, Al Bundy on Married with Children. So. <laughs> oh, well, he's he's the guy if you want to learn about toilet paper. <laughs> I think two ply means it's double stacked, right? Like yeah. it's yeah, it's double sheeted. Two layers, two of layers. Of there you paper. go. Yeah, imagine Four that. Ply. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so very good stuff. Thank you very much, Tex, oh, well, for coming. Thank you, in. thank you, guys. Uh, be be sure and uh, come see your favorite uh, stars. This Saturday, El Baño, Precious Jewels, Hot Flash, Beefy Joe, Mr. Cuddles, Bojaffo the Immortal Genie, and many, 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 many more. Not to mention my daughter, Charlene Lone Star. Not to mention Anamalia the Untamed. Lots, lots of pretty ladies there. Top Banana will be there. He's and not a pretty lady, but he'll Tex be there. Lone Star. And me, the prettiest lady. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> the prettiest person. Of, I don't know what I'm t- Tex Lone Star will be there. That's me, folks. Saturday, February 28th, Doomsday Wrestling. Violence has never been this funny. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Good don't stuff. forget to check out Doomsday uh, on the internet. You can go to doomsdaywrestling.com. That's right. You can follow them on Twitter at Doomsday Houston. Yeah, uh, that's right. Facebook, Doomsday Wrestling as well. Or you can, you can hit me up on Facebook at Tex Lone Star Doomsday Wrestling. Do it. The good stuff. So there you go. Let's uh, dive on into some feedback because we've got a lot to cover this week. Uh, the first bit of feedback we have is from Brandon saying, I think I'm one of the few who actually don't like Daniel Bryan. I respect the way he can wrestle and put on a great match, yet I can't seem to bring myself to cheer for him. And I think that's fair. You know, that's a fair uh, criticism. If he's just if it's just not your guy, it's not your guy. You know, 
Not much you can really. Uh, Did you guys like ask like for for feedback about Daniel Bryan, or is this guy just is just Brandon? Just people who listen to the show and can contribute their thoughts on it. Oh, okay, but but I mean, is it? Did he? All these is all this feedback going to be about Daniel Bryan? No. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just about. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go no, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say that he's 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 been presented very poorly since he's been brought back. Mm-hmm. So I I myself am a huge Daniel Bryan fan and found a lot of trouble. You know, trying to get behind him since he's come back from injury. So yeah. he's been presented really badly. Mm-hmm. Um, one might even argue he was presented badly on purpose to, you know, sort of let Roman look better in comparison. I don't know. It's funny because I don't know about any of this stuff you're talking about, but when <laughs> but I've heard of Roman Reigns, and when you were talking about that, I I figured I thought well maybe they're not putting the spotlight on him because they want this other guy to mm-hmm. guy to shine. That's right. Yeah. So uh, thanks That's for the feedback. Roll, folks. Yeah, that's how it goes. So thanks for the feedback. Next bit of feedback we have is from Parker saying, I think the will Cena be heel and will Cena ever tap out mentality is sort of stupid because he has been heel and he has tapped out to Kurt Angle. Uh, I guess one argument you can make is that that was over a decade ago. So for the newer wrestling fans, the younger wrestling crowd who, you know, who don't know that much about Cena or, you know, who didn't know about those days. It's really a different persona at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I remember... uh a Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania three, you know, that epic match he had with Macho Man and he won and it was like mm-hmm. the greatest match of all time. Like shortly after, I think less than two years later or maybe three years later, he he reappeared in w- he left WWF WWE WF at the time and he came back three years later as the dragon with mm-hmm. his whole dragon costume and they acted like they had never seen him before. So they they just you know, they select what they want to remember or not. Yeah. You know. Selective memory. Yeah, I mean they could say that I mean, I, I, I mean, they could say tomorrow that Undertaker never lost his match with Brock Lesnar, and nobody'd notice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, but thank you very much, Parker. Yeah. Um, Did you put chapstick on? This mic smells like chapstick. That's Mr. A. I can tell. <laughs> what what flavor <laughs> is it? Cherry. Cherry. Cherry? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Next bit of feedback. There's we have. a Yellow Tango song called Cherry Chapstick. Have you ever heard of it? Of course, you haven't. <laughs> this hipster with his you never heard of this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, not about it. There being a song by Yellow Tango. That's a real song. <laughs> the next, next bit of feedback we have is from Ace. I was kidding about a being real an song. <laughs> I don't know any real song. <laughs> next feedback Fuck we have. Fucking long story. The next bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying, another great podcast, guys. Thanks for the free entertainment and keep up the good work. Hey, thanks. Oh, nice. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Ace. Thanks for listening. We appreciate, appreciate that. So the last bit of feedback we have is from Carl saying, Carl. WWE, Carl. Oh, you're making fun of a guy's name. <laughs> Carl stated, uh, WWE stated that current subscribers would get a free month. I got something about that in the mail, and it made me happy. So there you go. So, yeah, we might have misspoke. Current WWE subscribers. Carl, I like the name Carl. It reminds me of Carl Sagan. Don't uh, listen Carl to Carl with a K. Oh, well, I guess it's spelled differently, but it still reminds me of Carl Sagan. <laughs> and uh, there's no need to feel bad about your name, Carl. Absolutely. These no. men are trying to make you feel bad about, <laughs> about your name. These men are bullies. They have bullied people into suicide before using their show. That They originally started this show just so they could bully people into committing suicide. And Carl, I don't want you on that list. Carl, if you ever need Stay help. Stay safe, Carl. If you ever need help, just reach out to me this Saturday. <laughs> February 28th at Numbers, Doomsday Wrestling is here to solve all your problems. Free food of potatoes. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> Possible. 
So there you go. So let's. Uh, I heard that if you download the sports uh, sports Beaumont app, you could listen to the Doomsday Show like streaming live. Oh yeah, you, you can. You, you certainly can. <laughs> you certainly can. Also, also, if you turn on your television four hours later after Doomsday has gone on, any station it'll be playing. It'll be playing on all stations. That's good to know. I'll set my DVR. Yeah. All right. So let's dive on into Fast Lane. Happened this past Sunday. Uh, Going to dive on into the results. Uh, nothing really. No matches during the uh, the kickoff show. So we'll get right into the pay per view itself. Fed the Miz TV. With yeah. The, uh, Heyman. Which you know. Sandow sitting in the corner. Yeah. Some apparently Miz can put Sandow in the corner. So opening matchup: Kane, Big Show, and Seth Rollins. Is that a dirty dancing joke. Kind of. But he's not a baby, so Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Patrick Swayze, great Texan. Great hey, Texan. <laughs> hey, don't uh, don't don't say anything bad about Patrick Swayze. You know, you know what, you know what? I've been in a backyard, <laughs> the backyard that Patrick Swayze was once upon a time married in. Really? Just let that sink in. Oh, yeah. Actually, I wasn't in the backyard. Someone <laughs> told me. A friend of mine told me that they were in the backyard one time. Did they show you which backyard? Or no, they just said they were there. Oh, they, they, they were they, in the backyard. Yeah, they, they said I was at a friend's backyard, a friend of a friend's backyard. Oh, and they told me that Patrick Swayze once upon a time was married in there. Wow. Yeah. All right. So that's I'm pretty close to Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I'm, you know, there's not too many degrees well, of separation I mean, there. He, the ghost of Patrick Swayze, has appeared. At that was no Doomsday ghost. Rest. That was oh. no ghost. That was a time traveling Patrick. Oh, that's Swayze. right. <laughs> you can decide. You know, we're all supposed to keep secrets here. I'm not. Patrick Swayze isn't dead, folks. It's just, <laughs> Let me just leave it at that. He's an active member of the Doomsday Wrestling roster. Not the roster. He's 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 one of the chrono police that keeps the timeline safe, the Texan timeline safe, along with Buddy Holly and Sam Houston. <laughs> Lots of other great Texans who I'm sworn not to reveal. Okay. But you put me on the spot, so well, I, had I apologize. To, I had to give him a little bit. I mean, it was for the sake of Doomsday. I don't think I could afford a contract with We Pat could not allow the, we could not allow Calendar to win. No, they couldn't let that happen. They couldn't <laughs> let that happen. The time stream is safe as long as those great men are keeping it safe. That's right. So, <laughs> so Kane, Big Show, and Seth Rollins going up against Ryback, Eric Rowan, and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Kane, Big Show, and Rollins end up getting the victory. And I know this was sort of like a, this was a match that was thrown together sort of at the last minute. Um, so we didn't get to give our predictions about this. But, you know, Kane, Big Show, and Rollins were, you know, on top on, on SmackDown. And normally that means whoever's on top before the, the pay-per-view uh, tends to lose, but it was not the case this time. So what were y'all thoughts on the uh, on the matchup? Uh, the match was fine, but the booking was weird. I don't know. Um, if the authority's going over, I don't know why Rollins wouldn't be the guy to get the win. Um, I think it was Kane got the win after a big show hits the KO punch on the outside yeah. on Ziggler. The match was structured weird. I don't know why um, Eric Rowan's playing Babyface in Peril when you have Ziggler's tailor-made for the role of Babyface in Peril. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't. I, hot I tag. Just, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, why is he the hot? If you're, I understand the the um, maybe the concept of you're building Ziggler up so maybe he's a hot tag instead of your baby face in peril. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's losing and he's getting the pin, why is he a hot tag guy who's taking the pinfall? That makes no sense. Right. So, yeah, I that don't know. lovely logic. Right. Of WWE. I don't get it. it. The match was fine though. Ryback looked really good in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't understand. I like the fin. I like the idea of the finish, but it didn't. I mean, booking wise, it didn't make any sense. Right. How about you, Tyler? Um, I really don't remember too much about. It. I just remember the ending. Yeah. Um, 
Kane. I really getting, wasn't into it that much. Yeah, Kane getting the pin over Ziggler. Uh, but shortly after the match, as the Authority were celebrating, Randy Orton returned, much to the delight of the crowd, and he delivered an RKO to Kane and J&J security, but... Nothing really much to add after that. So the uh, the next matchup we got to see, Goldust going up against Stardust. There was a nice backstage segment uh, with Goldust and Dusty Rhodes. Um, but the uh, the matchup, the crowd was definitely not into. But I was, you know, I, I enjoyed the psychology of the matchup. It was sort of slow-paced slow for a reason, uh, and that was to tell the story. But, you know, Goldust ended up getting the victory over Stardust. But what do you guys think about the matchup? Um, uh, there was another part in there I should remember. Dude, my memory shot from this. I don't know why. I know it was just a few days ago, but still, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. It's been good. Yeah, yeah that good, It blew man. his mind. Whoa, what the hell happened? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I, I also wasn't into it as much as I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what do I know? Uh... I don't know. Well, the feud will continue, so we'll see more at Mania. I would. Yeah. Think. How about you, Doug? I'm gonna disagree. I didn't like this very much, and I didn't like the psychology either because they set this up with a backstage promo <clears throat> with Dusty, sort of talking to to uh, to Gold Dust, saying, "Hey, you know, he's still family. You know, that comes first. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gold Dust says, "Yeah, he's my brother, but I'm fighting Stardust," and it, he essentially says, "I'm gonna beat it out of him." Yeah. So. He 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 built. They build it with this promo, basically saying he's going to beat the shit out of him and knock it out of him. Going to beat him so bad he's not going to want to dress up as Stardust anymore. And then they go out there and have a regular wrestling match that wasn't that good. Yeah, they, it lacked the intensity that the, the 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 promo proposes it to have, and it just wasn't a very good match. On top of that, I think it's right for Goldust to go over here if they're mm-hmm. going to continue the feud. But I don't even want to see it anymore because I just can't get into Stardust. I don't I don't like Cody that much. Goldust is vastly superior but the sad thing is he's the guy that's on the way out he's not the guy that's going to benefit from this right. cody is and it was weird that he came out i guess maybe they thought that they were going to be too like closely the tire was going to be too close for them both to have the full suits on because mm. cody had his shirt off or whatever it was sort of weird i it didn't was like weird. it i didn't like it um would it make any difference if uh stardust was cody no, I just don't think he's very good. I don't. I mean, I I don't like the Stardust persona, but I don't think he's th- that much better as Cody. It's just he's good in a tag team with <clears throat> with Dustin, but that's because Dustin carries a lot of the load. I mean, mm-hmm. well, Goldust ended up getting the victory, and like uh, like Tyler said, the uh, the feud does look like it's going to be continuing possibly to WrestleMania. So we'll have more to talk about. For that feud. Uh, but the next matchup we got to see tag team action. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro going up against the Usos for the tag team championship. I thought these guys got some pretty good uh, spots in for the time that they were allowed. I think if they would have given uh, a little bit more time, they would have had a really good, really good matchup. Because these guys, you know, have really good chemistry together. Uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro getting the victory on this one. So what did you guys think about the match? Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh I went with my heart picking uh, uh, Kid and Cesaro to win because also that, it's just what I wanted to win. Mm-hmm. Usos had the title for a while. What this their how many times they had it? Three. Usos. Yeah, I think they're two times. Two, two times. Three times. Someone like that. But uh, they won, and um, I was happy, and that kind of also um, 
kind of spill what was going to happen for the last match, too. So. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Epic foreshadowing. How about you, Doug? I thought this was pretty good. Um, the Usos are good, but they're formulaic. And what what's great about this pairing is that Cesaro and Kid are having good, ma- good matches with the Usos, but they're breaking out them out of the formula the Usos normally have. Mm-hmm. So... I, I don't know, like, I hope that they don't kill it the way they did with uh, Miz and Mizdow to where we see these guys wrestle 20 times between now and WrestleMania, right. where they kill all the, uh, you know... Surprises. Right, anything that they could pull out. But, yeah, I mean, I liked it. Um, it wasn't, like, balls to the wall awesome. It was just a good, solid tag match, but it was a good, solid tag match that broke the Usos out of their, their formula. And uh, so I, like, I think these guys have a really good match in them. I think... I would I would love to see them get time at Mania, but what I fear is that it's going to break down into your multi-team tag match at Mania, where they're going to include like other you're going to get like other, two other teams thrown in there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm fearful of. I'd, I'd like to see them give the Usos and uh, Cesaro and Cade just more time at Mania. I think they could have a legitimately great match instead right. of just this fun tag match that was sort of out of the form. Just give them a little more time. Sure. So uh, yeah, so. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro, your new tag team champions. Next matchup, or wasn't even a matchup, it was a stare down, showdown, whatever you want to call it. Triple H and Sting. Um, you know, no words said by Sting. It just comes out. And was that advertised like a stare down between Triple H and, and Sting? It, yeah, basically, yeah, Triple really. H was so saying, was I'm calling you out. Oh, I want okay. you to come out to, to Fast Lane. And was there a winner to the stare down? Did someone <laughs> blink or go? I, I guess you could say Sting won because. Uh, um, he had a bat through to his throat. Yeah. Yeah. What? A, a bat. baseball bat. You oh. Know how Sting during during the WCW days would carry around a yeah, bat. Yeah. Baseball bat. Yeah. yeah. So he had that. Um, basically, Triple H is trying to coax him into just walking away, saying, "Hey, we'll you know we'll make you immortal by advert you know slapping your face on a T-shirt, action mm-hmm. figures, video games, the whole works. We'll put you in the Hall of Fame next year. Oh, wow. uh, just walk away. Don't even worry about it." But Sting wasn't having ha- having any of it. So Triple H decides to attack him and uh, beats him down. Goes to the goes to the apron, pulls out old trusty sledgehammer. Oh well, wow. it's in a the, sledgehammer versus baseball bat. Man. Yeah, pretty much. And so yeah. uh, Triple H gets back into the ring, and Sting's got the bat right on him. So he's like, "Hey, whoa, hey, okay, oh. you got the drop on me." And has Sting said anything? I'm sorry, I should no, not. That's um, well, I mean, he's he's he has appeared before where he points at Triple H and he went, and he said, "You," oh, but that was. But it wasn't on a microphone just, or anything. You know, he said you. You know, but uh, so yeah. So Triple H, uh, Sting had the bat to Triple H, pushed him into the corner, pointed at the WrestleMania sign, and then oh, okay. he's like, yeah, oh. the WrestleMania sign's not working. Look at it right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Triple H tried to attack, and Sting turns around, hits him with the baseball bat, gives him the Scorpion Death Drop, and whoa, yeah, Man. that's all you need. Okay. Well, what, is there? Have they revealed the motivation behind Sting while he's nope. doing this? He's just. He's just doing he's it. It's all they speculation. Made up something he's for the vigilante. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't say the yeah. icon as much. They say the vigilante. Oh. Vigilante, and they made up a story for the Triple H's side. Of like, oh no, Sting's coming. He back was WCW. And- I was WWE in its heyday, and hmm. he when, to, when he they were going run off me there. out of business because like yeah, they were on the same tier. And yeah, were, yeah. He was like, huh. we ran WCW out of here, and he wants to run me. Al Power, Al WWE, he's trying yeah. to get me out, me and my family. I so. did see one comment that made me chuckle. It was like, Triple H was not the guy in, in WWE. He just lasted longer than The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if pretty much, like, I remember there was going to be an angle at one point where uh, 
uh, Hulk Hogan came out, or Hollywood Hogan, I don't know what he's mm-hmm. called at the time, in WWE, this is after WCW, he came out, and he mentioned briefly in the ring, maybe I ought to step into the ring with that rattlesnake, and then nothing ever came of it, do you remember <laughs> mm-hmm. that? I don't and, remember that part. And everybody, I, I remember thinking like, well, what, like why, they didn't even have a reason why he was going to do it, he's just like, maybe I should fight this guy. I mean, when they could have said. <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just want to step in the ring with a rattlesnake, an actual he, rattlesnake, he, not, yeah. not Stone Cold Steve Austin, I want to do an actual yeah. rattlesnake. I mean, he may as well have said, we've never wrestled before, so we're going to try to put a match together with mm-hmm. two guys who've never wrestled. But I always thought, like, how come he didn't say, you know, back when I was in WCW and then NWO, and we were, you know, running things, Stone Cold was the guy who knocked us down, and I, and I want to give that. You it know. was because of you, brother, that we didn't yeah. succeed. You know? Yeah, but it was instead it was just for the greater glory. Like, greater maybe glory. I ought to fight that guy. Why not? You know, Boy, I dislike him for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're not really bringing Sting around that much. Yeah. Leading up Very to selective. everything. Oh, okay. um, and I don't like how he hasn't talked yet. Yeah. Because usually if something happened like they did the past pay-per-view. He's mysterious. Oh, yeah. Most likely that person will be on Monday Night Raw talking why he did this, why he did that, and it's not... We may get him maybe the last two or three weeks before Mania. WrestleMania, yeah. yeah. Which okay. is five weeks away now. Oh, okay. So... But yeah, so we I mean we got the we got the stare down. It's officially confirmed. Triple H versus Sting at WrestleMania this year. So uh so be on the lookout for that one. But uh the next matchup we got to see Nikki Bella going up against Paige for the Divas Championship match. Um I you know, I, I feel that Nikki has vastly improved her ring work. Uh whenever her mic skills. Well, no, let's not go that far. Um uh, but you know, w- when she's given time in a in a match, she's actually pulling her own weight now. Um, you know, I was digging her work. Um, I wasn't really a a fan of the ending, but uh, Nikki does end up getting the victory. What do you think about the matchup, though? I agree. I mean, they didn't have time to tell much of a story, but I but I agree on all your points about Nikki improving a lot. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's come a long way, and um, I think if you're sort of shitting on this without actually paying attention, you're probably sleeping on someone who's no, it's you know, a divas match, bathroom break. Yeah. No. All right. Well, the next matchup we got to see Bad News Barrett versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, Intercontinental Championship, I should say. Uh, the match ends in a disqualification when Dean Ambrose will not break the five count by the referee after he was attacking uh, Bad News Barrett in the corner. Um, I mean, I get why they went with this finish. You want Ambrose to still seem, you know, strong. You don't want him to, to look weak by losing clean. But I don't know. I didn't. I didn't dig it. And then Ambrose stole the title afterwards, so it's like, okay, well, you lost your championship match, so you don't really have claim to to the title. So he just ran off with it. Yeah, he just took it. Uh, so, um, what do you guys think about the matchup? Uh, it was a mediocre match with a shitty finish. Um, you have if you're in your own your own universe, you create the rules, so it's fine to say. That we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw this match out because he didn't respect the five count. Mm-hmm. You've got in your and not just a different. It's not just one of those cases where they acknowledge 
selectively acknowledge things that works for whatever they want to do for right then. This is the case of selectively acknowledging shit in the same night because you've got Daniel Bryan working an aggressive style in your main event where he's not breaking on the breath's calls and he's doing his old I've got till five shtick. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking acknowledge one and not the other in the same night. It's it's a shitty finish. Like Yeah. Well, I mean, before that he was he was constantly attacking him. The ref would pull him off, say, Hey man, you know, you got to break it at five, and so he would go back, keep attacking him, pull him back away again. Hey, man, you know, if you do that and I, you know, I get to five, you're going to be disqualified. Then he went back and continued. The ref counted to five, and, and that was it. So, but still. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really uncreative, really uninspired finish. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I get why they did it, but I just don't like how it was done. I get that they, they didn't want to do a definitive finish, but... If you do pick a different fuck finish, if you're have gonna, bad news, Barrett get himself sure, disqualified sure, or something. Sure. You know, he's seeing that Ambrose is getting the better of him, and he wants to keep the title, so he delivers a cheap shot or something. But we couldn't do that because of what happened later on in the night. But uh, after that, we got to he- see the uh, the Druids come out. They brought a casket to the ring. The Undertaker's gong sounding. The crowd's going nuts. But uh, it was Bray Wyatt in the casket calling out Undertaker for a match at WrestleMania. So we'll have to see um, how that plays out. I don't know. We talk about this a little further uh, on the radio show this week. So if you want to hear yeah. further thoughts about this, check out the radio show. Yeah, definitely. Go to sportsradiobonewant.com or download the uh, the app. And we'll make sure to post whenever uh, the show is going to be coming on so you can click the app and get everything rolling. It's a so. great show. <laughs> yes it is our good buddy Tex Lone Star is, is on there so no, I'm all over it I'm all yeah over it. all over all over social media yeah he's all blowing up yeah so talking about rustling things here's some uh, horns honking <laughs> so good stuff uh, the next matchup we got to see was for the United States title Rusev going up against John Cena and uh, I felt like this was a really solid matchup between Cena and Rusev uh, Rusev has uh, really stepped his game up lately uh, I thought this was a pretty good matchup Doug what do you think I thought it was really good too um they were slow to start. It was like pretty methodical, but once they sort of got into the home stretch of, excuse me, like, um, you know, sort of fighting to break out of submission holds and stuff, it really heated up and they really won the crowd over because the crowd mm-hmm. really got into it. So I thought it was a really good match. The um, crowd was lost for most of the pay per view. Yeah, it was not a great crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought they won them over and that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's the important part. Um, you know, I understand the finish. I understand, like, uh, you know, obviously Cena's not tapping. You don't want to beat Rusev yet. Uh, I understand, uh, and I'm sure it'll, you know, pay off at Mania. So, yeah, good match. Good match. Yep. How about you, Tyler? What were your thoughts on the matchup? Um, I'm bad right now with all this stuff. I really don't have too much to say. Okay, but the uh, the match ended with uh, with Lana grabbing the uh, the title because she thought that uh, Cena was going to tap out. Sorry, it's late. I know. Yeah, it's cool. So she hops up it. on the apron. And the ref is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" As John Cena was powering out of the accolade, uh, Rusev delivers a low blow kick to uh, to John Cena, puts him in the accolade once again, and the ref calls for the bell. It's sort of important to say. I, I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, he passed out because he got fucking kicked in the nuts." But it's important. To, <laughs> it's important to know that the the nut shot was set up for the super kick, and the super kick is what knocked him out into right. The, so it was a little more a little more to it than that. Yeah. Also, that he didn't tap. 
He did not tap. Right. Well, correct. yeah, we we knew that, but I just meant that people were like, "Oh, the nut." The everyone's like, "Yes, I've been eating the nuts. It's not enough to completely incapacitate." Incapacitate. Incapacitate. God damn. <laughs> Fuck. Say it for me. Say it. Incapacitate. No, Thank you. No, I can't. Try it. Try it one more time. Come on, you guys. All right, uh, y'all, stop looking at me. Okay. Incapacitate. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I think like my mind was like moving way faster than my mouth. Yeah, it's late. So sorry. So yeah. So that takes us into the final matchup to determine who's going to be the number one contender for WrestleMania: Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. These guys went to war. This was a slugfest. You could tell Daniel Bryan brought the best out of Roman Reigns for this matchup. Uh, really enjoyed this match. I know we could. I know it was predictable towards the end. We we saw how it was yeah. going to go down. But still, even with that, it was done well. They executed everything. It was you know counter after counter with one another. No one had the upper hand for a long period of time. Um, I I was really digging this matchup. Same here, and I uh, wasn't at the point where I'm like that. You know, Daniel Bryan lost, and he was. I wasn't like. Fuck, man, I hate this match because he lost. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, it was good. He Reigns helped, hung he in there. Him. He helped Reigns yeah. big time. He brought this the best out of it. This is probably the best it. match Reigns has been in. Yeah. And, um, yeah. How about you, Doug? Uh, I thought it was a legitimately great match. Um, like you guys say, Roman has only had, I think this is only his second uh, singles pay-per-view match, but it's by far his his best uh, singles match uh, to date, period. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, Roman definitely held up his end of the bargain. So the praise that I'm going to heap on Brian, I don't want it to come across like he completely carried Roman to a mm-hmm. great match. But Roman did, you know, hold up his end of the bargain. But but no one else was going to get this match to Roman the way that Brian gave this match to Roman. Meaning he really gave him credibility going to the WrestleMania. WrestleMania main event, and I don't know that anybody else could, and I don't even expect a great match out of Lesnar yeah. and uh, Roman because Lesnar is stylistically Lesnar is not the kind of guy who's gonna build a match around like giving Roman credibility. That's not what Lesnar does. Mm-hmm. Lesnar is sort of an ass kicker, and um, it was interesting. It was really interesting in the way that Roman worked from beneath in this match. Uh, Brian more or less worked Hill. They they worked. Yeah. Um, they really did a lot to build sympathy around Roman, which is sort of a weird dynamic, especially how they always want to paint Brian as a plucky underdog, and he sort of worked toe-to-toe as, like, this aggressive guy who they even built off of the Roman's, like, hernia thing with um, Brian giving him the kick in the liver, and then that's yeah. sort of your big sympathy spots where, you know, Roman's going to do a lot of selling at this point, and... It was, le- it, was yeah, well. yeah. it was a legitimately great match. I really, really enjoyed it. Um... We, we sort of knew, when he hit the big liver kick, I knew that was the setup for the sympathy, so I knew the finish for sure at that point was Roman, and I, I wasn't so much bummed out about Roman, like, me being bummed out is not so much about, oh, Brian not getting his spot at Mania, he did, he got that last year, so I mean, my, my, me, me being bummed out was more about, like, I feel like we're going to be robbed of, like, a really fascinating and unique match that we could have gotten out of Brian and Lesnar, and even if Lesnar resigns, I don't know that we'll get it because the dynamics sort of shifted to where 
Brian's popularity has sort of taken it sort of a hit in the way that they presented him sort of shitty. Mm-hmm. And we got Lesnar who's sort of being babyface because he's the only guy who's not coming across like a whiny asshole. He's sort of the guy who's just showing up and kicking ass and being like, yes, I'm a little cocky about it, but, you know, deal with it because I'm just kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. So, um, the one thing I do want to say is I don't ever want the WWE to tell me that the only way they can present Daniel Bryan is plucky underdog because if you chose to make your next main event uh, ace of the company babyface by tell, by having him work underneath Daniel Bryan as an aggressive heel who's sort of coming at, at him aggressively, like you chose to make Daniel Bryan an aggressive guy, so... Don't tell me the only way you can you can only have the only way you can have Daniel Bryan stories in the future is for him to be an underdog mm-hmm. because he needs a, he needs a he needs like a coat of fresh paint at this point and there's just I feel like the way he's been presented his popularity is taking a hit yeah and you, you, you got to the underdog stuff only works for so long it would have worked with Lesnar because that's the sort of the ultimate underdog um you know big bully thing but it's not going to work anymore because he's already been there and done that and people. You're not the underdog anymore after you've already been there. People yeah. don't buy into it as much. So I want to see a new. I want to see a new attitude from Brian. I hope they fucking shave the beard. I hope they cut the fucking hair. I want to see an aggressive Brian who's not fucking smiling so much. A lot of a lot of what Brian's sort of popularity hit has been how the WWE has pre- presented him, sort of as a sort of a whiny guy who's trying to manipulate his way into the main event and that's mm-hmm. on the WWE. Some of the things that are on Brian that he can control is he's always smiling and that works when you're like plucky underdog dude but it doesn't work if you're not going to be presented in that way. So it doesn't work anymore. I want a new look. I want a new attitude. I just want Brian as a fucking ass kicker and the WWE better not tell me that he can't be a straight up ass kicker cuz they made their new Main event babyface off of Brian being an ass kicker yeah. and a bully. So don't fucking tell me you can't present him in that way. I, I'm not going to. He showed that aggression. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, through those forearms and. Yeah. And I, we're talking a lot cuts. about Brian, but I don't want to take anything away from Roman. It's his best performance to date. Yeah. I still don't have the confidence that he's going to deliver in the main event, though. Uh, well, especially, at Mania, at Mania. especially since Brian was calling the, the, the spots saying, no, hit me again, hit me again, you know, like. And and Reigns was really laying in. Like I don't know how. Le- I don't know if Lesnar is going to be calling those same spots, or not necessarily same spots, but to to be able to tell the story of you know here here's this up and coming guy hoping to take down the champ. You know, are they going to be able to tell the the right story at Mania? Well, the I mean Lesnar may may or may not call the match. I don't know how far how much like the agents are going to have their hands in this. But as far as he's not, Lesnar's not like not afraid to take like shots from Roman, like as far as like stiffness, but I don't get the feeling that Brian's such a company guy. He was tasked with making this guy look like a credible WrestleMania Mm -hmm. main eventer and he fucking did it. Yeah. And Lesnar is not necessarily concerned with making sure Roman. He's not the company man that Brian. He's not concerned with making sure Roman looks like a credible main mm-hmm. eventer. He's not necessarily. He's he's more concerned with him making himself look like a badass, which he always fucking does. But, right. so, but I mean, it's it's a different dynamic. Yeah. 
we'll have to see how that all plays out. So, you know, I think this was a true test for Roman Reigns, and uh, and he passed. I uh, I think this was a good good showing. He passed for this turn, but not with Brock Lesnar. I mean, it's, we're just gonna have to see because uh, that's that's set in stone now. Is that what's shaping up to be like the big WrestleMania main event? That is the that, yeah. Oh, it's already been like yeah determined. And all yes, that. Roman Reigns oh, oh, yeah, versus Brock Lesnar. Right. So uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how it all plays out in five weeks. Uh, for WrestleMania, so keep keep on. I think uh, having Daniel Bryan, you know, sort of endorse him and you know what what he did on Raw is probably the best thing that they have done for Roman Reigns since the uh, the Royal Rumble. Like cut all the the campy promos and stuff like that. Like having Daniel Bryan next to him has probably been the best thing they've done in the past few weeks. Fans didn't buy it though. The fans didn't like it. They were they sort of accepted the finish, but when Brian was sort of like, you know, it's okay, you know, yeah. you won fair and square, just make sure you kick his ass. Like the fans would have turned on that at mm-hmm. that point. They sort of accepted the finish and they sort of like went back on that. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It it's not. Good. I mean, I don't know. It's not good for Brian. Like I I get the feeling Brian if he gets a if he gets a spot at Mania, which it looks like. We're not even sure he's getting a mania spot. Probably against Sheamus from Sheamus the, or Ziggler from what I've heard. Uh, it looks like Ziggler is gonna be in the IC. It looks like they're gonna do a multi man IC yeah. thing if you Ambrose sort of gave him the shoulder on mm-hmm. um on Raw, if you look into that. So I, I got the feel like why redebut Sheamus just to lose to Brian. So I foresee Brian, if he's getting Sheamus at Mania, I think Brian's gonna do the job. If he jobs at Mania I want him to cut the beard. I want him to cut the hair. I want him to come back like with a new attitude. Like yeah. he's not plucky underdog anymore. He's like I'm. This time last year, I was in the top of the world, and here, I, here I am this year, going back to where I was, losing to Sheamus at WrestleMania. I want him mad and aggressive, and yeah. like, and they've proven that it works because they made their next the guy who they think is the next star out of it. Absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, so that pretty much closes uh, fast lane. Uh, it was, you know. The the undercard was hit or miss, but the uh, the last couple matches were you know definitely worth checking out. So that brings us into Raw. We kick things off with Randy Orton coming out, wanting to call out Seth Rollins, but the authority is out there and ask, hey, well let's uh you know let's not dive into this. Let's uh let's have a meeting and discuss this. And for some reason or another, Orton accepts it. So it looks like they're going to be icing him down instead of riding the. The fast track to to WrestleMania against uh, Rollins, so which they are they are probably gonna do in the middle, like between now and well, yeah, but I mean, Mania. Why? Okay, with five weeks to Mania, why spend one of those weeks with him siding with Rollins instead of just saying no, forget that? You know, I I've been down that path, and I you know I want nothing to do with you guys. It has nothing to do with being the good guy or the bad guy. I just don't want anything to do with y'all. I want to kick Rollins' ass. I don't care when it happens, but I'm gonna do it. Stop fucking cooling down your baby faces. Ride the goddamn momentum for once. Yep. You cooled Brian down. Yeah, sort of cooled Roman down just by having to muck up the water between him and Brian. The only guy mm-hmm. who looks like a fucking fiery babyface is Lesnar, who's supposed to be a heel. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know what their what their thought process is on all this. What, what kind of reaction does Lesnar get? I know he's barely on, but when he is on, what kind of reaction does he get? Favorable. Really? Like, yeah. Especially as of late, favorable. It's because of how he's presented. He's a special attraction because he's only on so often. Yeah. So people are happy to see him when they do. Yeah. And when he does... He's not like whining or making. He's just kicking people's asses, and then people are like, "He's sort of he's cocky and conceited about it." But he he's not acting it like a heel. Really. No. 
he's not cheating. He's that's, not. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he's an asshole, but like he backs it up. So he's just like, mm. if I could beat everyone's ass, but I told everyone I was going to beat their ass, it's like, well, yeah, but he fucking beat everyone's ass. <laughs> yeah, I always thought the <laughs> thing about a heel was that he. I mean, there's there's monster heels who are just like unstoppable, but, but, and that's how he's been booked. Yeah, but but it seems like to be a true heel, you have to do, you have to be just under the baby face, and mm-hmm. you have to cheat to beat him. You know, yeah. that, that's at least the way I see it. But no, I, I know there are monster heels. Who yeah, can. they've had him come in and just be completely dominant for the yeah. past like two years. Uh, you know, no one's gotten the upper hand yeah. on him, and uh, maybe they're using the trying to use the psychology that he's not so much the heel he's just this how is anybody going to beat this guy yeah Yeah. they're trying to make roman reigns off of beating lesnar the idea is to beat lesnar and main uh and the main event of mania putting roman over Mm. because they gave lesnar undertaker streak and also he's been on this like tear for the past couple of years of beating all the top guys yeah so the idea is to make the new guy by beating the guy who beat all the other top guys and broke lesnar streak Mm so it He's completely credible. They've given him all the credibility mm-hmm. in the world. He's just the only if you're trying to look at like his character, the only like thing you could say that's heelish is just he has a bad attitude, but that's he's not cheating to win. Yeah, or, like, he's not cowardly, he's not right. begging off yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, but the fans are are siding with him because he's just a big badass. Yeah. You know, and, so he's coming out, he's he's backing up what he's saying and mm-hmm. uh and he's got Paul Heyman as his mouthpiece. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes him a heel though. I mean having that guy in your corner. Well, the people love Paul Heyman. Oh, they do? Okay. So that's even more reason to to side with him because they're like, oh, dude, this guy is golden on the mic because no one else can can top him on the mic right now. So, I mean, he's got everything working for him. He's got the money that he wants. He's working very select dates. And so, I mean, why not? So, It's worked in his favor because he feels special when he does show up. Yeah. The, The... People bitch that he's not on TV, but it's not his fault that he negotiated a great contract. That's, yeah. that's not on him. That's on them to be willing to sign that yeah. one side of it, a contract. And also, what what's worked in his favor by not being there every week is he sort of like inadvertently dodged all the shitty booking they could have given him by mm-hmm. only showing up every once in a while. Because when he does show up, they do need him to kick ass to move the story forward. Yep. So he avoids all the shitty booking just by having a pimp-ass contract. Yep. Just well, everything worked in his favor. <laughs> he, got, he got everything he wanted. <laughs> what about when he threw Zach Gowan down the stairs? Remember that? <laughs> I think that worked for, for him in his favor. <laughs> uh, yeah, Not I, so much for Zach, yeah. but... <laughs> But yeah, so uh, so yeah, so the first matchup we got to see on Raw, we got to see Dolph Ziggler going up against Wade Barrett. Our Truth was on commentary because he got a victory over Wade Barrett on SmackDown. So why? Okay, because he's gonna be thrown into the uh, the tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, basically, they're they're booking Wade Barrett to lose a lot so that people we have multiple, multiple people saying, "Well, I've beaten him, so I get a shot at the title now." So uh, well, Doug's beating him. So yeah, on uh, WWE 2K15. So, uh, yeah. Well, which which uh, discipline did you use to to best him, Doug? With that? A little fifty percent Muay Thai, fifty percent boxing. Ah, that's that's the perfect combination. <laughs> the perfect blend. Yeah. I'm like a bartender. I put it yeah. in the little uh, kosh. And you should be ca- called the mixologist because you're just mixing these. Mixologist, styles. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna start introing myself as the. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, so yeah, so Ziggler ends up getting the victory. Um, yeah, so it looks like we'll have a possible fader, fatal four-way. Fader four-way. Fader four-way. Uh, between uh, Barrett, Ambrose, Ziggler, what and What word Truth. was I fucking up a minute ago? Uh, incapacitated? I can't say Incapacitated? 
Incapita- inca- incapacitated. Incapacitated. Very good. Hard to say. Decapitated. 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 So do you think we'll see a fatal four-way? Do you think this might? Do you think this might add add up to even more people as the weeks roll on? It's multi-man for sure. I don't know where they're going to yeah. draw the line. So, well, I guess we'll just have to see. But uh, backstage, uh, we got to see Randy Orton completely lose his uh, his momentum and say, yeah, I'll work with Rollins. Why not? So, what else? Punt him in the skull. In the skull. Yeah. So, after that, we got to see primetime players reunite going up against the Ascension. I thought this was going to be a match that they would kind of, like, draw out, you know, after a while. But they had their match Ascension right there. Ascension can't work those long tags. No. So, um, nope. Well, no. I meant like over the course of a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. you know, I like, thought you meant the match time. Like they, no, they thought no, they were going to no, give no. more time. Uh, I mean, it was a quick matchup, but the primetime players ended up getting the victory, which, hey, that's a great way to book your new up-and-coming tag team. Have them They don't lose. give a shit. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess well, if you're going to have... Just, they just got back together, too, though. Yeah, so... I don't know. Also, we're going to see what the Ascension thinks about the Bushwhackers <laughs> going into the <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> Oh, the Bushwhackers going to the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Over the Freebirds. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're in There's there's rumor that Dallas, Freebirds right? are going to be going next year, but Oh, but the, but it's supposed they do it if they're in, they're in Dallas this year, right? Uh, that'll be next year. Next year they're in Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, okay. 2016. Right. Okay. WrestleMania 32. Huh. Dallas. You going? Uh, I've never been to a WrestleMania. Maybe I should go. You, you guys are probably going to go, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, maybe I'll go. Cutting my honeymoon short but, so I can go to that. Yeah, that's where he's going oh, really? on for his honeymoon is WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm romantic. <laughs> I'm trying to tell my fiance, I was like, look, we'll go on the honeymoon and then fly into Dallas on our way back, go yeah. to WrestleMania, and then we'll just drive home. Yeah, yeah. Um, is she going to go She can go with you? With no, you? she's okay. not going to go. She doesn't like wrestling? She, I mean, she'll go. She goes to local shows. She watches it with me and stuff like that. Okay. And so uh, she's not opposed to it. She was whenever we first started dating. She was like, wrestling, that yeah. fakes up because she she, she's more into UFC. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, well, let me explain it to you how everything's yeah. going and stuff like that. And so now she's actually... Now she realizes the UFC's fake, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fake ass shit. The only real stuff is uh, wrestling and monster trucks. Monster trucks. That's I right. She yep. uh, put a headlock on his heart. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, anyways... Uh, cut this man a fucking check the way you're still... <laughs> 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 so next up, we got to see Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan uh, cut a promo... Um, you know, Brian completely putting putting over Rain, saying, I was your biggest doubter, and I didn't get the job done. I threw everything I had at you. Call him a pussy. Oh, yeah, well, no, I don't think he called him that. But, uh, but yeah, so, and then Paul... Hey, we save a JJ on this show. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Called him a vagina. Yeah, there you go. So, uh... Sorry. So, Paul Heyman comes out and says, you know, Reigns, I've... I've Back to you from the very beginning since you walked in. You you could beat any man that steps through those curtains and comes down to this ring. And But the thing is, is you're not going up against a man. You're going up against a beast. A beast named Brock Lesnar. So, uh, yeah. What, what do you guys think about this, uh, this promo? I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Um, it's just more of Brian sort of. You know, placating the crowd as far as trying to temper their response. Here's who you cheer now, guys. Yeah. Don't boo them anymore. Crowd control. Well, they're also, I guess, like, hey, let's still put you in here because we're still not for sure on Roman. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, he's he's in the main event. There's no backing out of it now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that now. In the main event for sure, but the crowd's still what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Iffy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying, though. 
So, yeah. But anyways, after that, we got to see the Usos invoke their rematch clause for the tag team titles going up against Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. The match ends in a disqualification. Um, how did it end? I know that uh, Naomi pulled either uh, Tyson... Tyson put his foot on the ropes to make the pin. Naomi shoved his feet off the ropes. And then um, when either Kidd or Cesaro, I want to say Kidd climbed, or no, no, one of the Usos climbed the top rope to get the splash, and then Natalia uh, crotched him on the top rope, or pulled That's him right. down. She pulled him down to yeah. have him land, and right. the ref called for the bell right. for that. So uh, I am terrified that they're going to turn this into an intergender tag in WrestleMania. Not because I, not because I'm not okay with intergender, and not because I'm not okay with women's, but because we're not going to get a, a lengthy USO Tyson Kidd and Cesaro match. Well, more so because of the way that they book their intergender matches is that action has to stall so that the women can either both women can get in or both men can get in. Right. I just don't think that's the right call for Mania. But they got to focus on total divas. I don't think that's <laughs> what this is all about. So, so intergender means the men can fight the women, right? And uh, the, I think that's what it means because that's what Andy Kaufman was the champion of. Right. <laughs> well, I really do. I, I, yeah, that's what that's what they uh, that's what it means everywhere but WWE. Oh, really? I'm the king. <laughs> I'm the king. But but I'm what was it? What is it when the guy, if the woman tags in, the guy has to tag out to the woman? That's, that's what the that's WWE what the does. WWE's version is. Oh, but but don't, didn't they used to call it something else though? It seems maybe, like it's, maybe it's now mixed, it's mixed tag. tag. I think mixed, mixed tag. tag is where you have to tag right. out sure. who respected. Correct. Sexes, but sure. intergender is... Semantics, text. Semantics. I'm just making sure. You know, you know, I'm, in, I'm, into I'm the new shit. king of Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> I knocked that Lawler out last week. Yeah. So, uh... Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you from Memphis? So, uh... Yeah. Anyways, not making fun of Memphis. We're just doing hey. little Andy Kaufman there. R.I.P. Hey. I've been to, been to Memphis three times. I've always had a great time in Memphis. Yeah, hey, there you go. Yeah. Good stuff. I like Memphis people. <laughs> I like the people of Memphis. You like them even more if they come down to Houston. That's right. Saturday if you're, if you're from for Memphis, wrestling. If you're from Memphis and you're listening to this, and you're in a car, which you're probably not, because <laughs> I'm thinking of their radio show they do. Yeah. Um, honk your horn or clap or something, and if you do it loud enough, maybe I'll hear you. But if you come in, <laughs> come into town this Saturday, I'll I'll put you up for the night. Yeah, there you go. Get you yeah. some breakfast, place to and maybe a dinner for two at Poncho's. Yeah, maybe. 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 Would you be so bold as to say that if any um, people come down from Memphis for the show on Saturday, that you would be willing to knock like a dollar off the ticket? How about that? That's a nice little deal from for the Memphis. Memphis. St- exclusively for the people from Memphis. Right. I'll knock $2 off the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Must show proper ID. Yeah, you got to have a Memphis license plate on your car or your or rental. Tennessee license plate. Yeah, well, I guess if you flew here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know a Memphis license. Driver's yeah, license. I have a Memphis license. Okay. Particularly that state. Yeah, yeah driver's license. The state license. of Memphis. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Memphis, like like Egypt. I didn't know you meant Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Memphis, Egypt, right? Am I, am I being stupid? I have no idea. I think it's named after Memphis, Egypt. Actually, God, Beaumont really is the, the least educated city in, in the nation. Yeah, we're, we're pretty <laughs> bad about that kind of stuff. No, I'm teasing. I could be wrong. I'm not. We're pretty dumb around here. being stupid. But uh, but yeah. So the next matchup we got to see. No, I love Beaumont. I'm kidding. I love Memphis. <laughs> and if you're from Beaumont and you prove that you're from Beaumont, I'll knock fifty cents off the cover. Price. All right. There you go. Sweet. Got ourselves a deal here, guys. Might have to take the trip. So uh, next up, we got to see Jack Swagger going up against Stardust. Very short matchup because Goldust music played, and that was all that Stardust needed to be distracted. Uh, Swagger puts on the Patriot Lock and gets the uh, win. 
I don't care about this match. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then going on from there, uh, we got to see John Cena talk about his matchup against Rusev. And uh, Rusev retorted, saying, oh, you gave up. You're a quitter. Blah, Peace. blah, blah. So it looks like we're going to continue this feud to WrestleMania. Any thoughts on it? Not really. I wish they would have stayed the course on it being about um, Rusev saying that Cena's washed up and not mm-hmm. like sort of defaulting back to like the Bless patriotic you. stuff. Bless you, Tex. Jeez. You. Um, <laughs> as far as like the whole Russia USA thing, I wish they had just stayed the clear, stayed the course of it being like a personal matter between Rusev yeah. and Cena. Last, I, I can invest last better. year was Cena's legacy. This year it's. Is he washed up? Is right. he too old? Right. His heart He's will go on. He's not too old. He's only 37. So the whole them calling him old was... His heart will go on. They sort of backed well, away Well, in the that. wrestling world, that is kind of up there. Nah, guys are... Didn't DDP get a start at like 35? Somewhere on there, he yeah. Did. There you go. Guys are primed until they're... And I'm in my prime. I'm 38. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I look like a million. You... Look like, don't look a day over 37. You've still got time to get in the WWE. Hey, I think that's... I think fact, I should it's a announce. Shame that you I'm, haven't been in the WWE. I think, I think it's, I should announce it right now. That's, yeah, that's candidacy. 2015, <laughs> <laughs> the I'll year be, of the Lone Star. This is it. This is it, folks. This is your run. You're announcing this your intentions to enter the WWE. No, no, I, no, I, I, oh, I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. So, uh, so yeah. After that, we got to see the Bella Twins going up against Paige and Emma. Thirty second matchup. Really Jesus. short. Nothing. Nothing to take away from it. Bella's this is probably a victory. shot at Breeze uh, running her mouth about them not getting enough time on the shows. Hmm. So, if I can interrupt for just a second, this the diva stuff. The I hate calling it that. I really hate the term diva. By the way, do you guys? How do you guys feel about the term? I'm a, a diva. I'm yeah. a. I'm a diva. I mean, is well, that since the they've been having it for a while? We're we're kind of used, used to, to it, it, I guess. Yeah, but like even look, diva <laughs> is the female version of a hustler. Of us. <laughs> well, why don't they start calling the guys hustlers then? <laughs> I don't know. It just it, it also seems really dated. I mean, you know what I mean. It seems like a word that was hot like ten years ago, nineties or something. Yeah, and um, even Booker T's. Uh, uh, I hate to rag the on, on indie wrestling, but yeah, they have the Diamond Division. Mm-hmm. It just seems like such a. They would have called it the Divas, but you know that was taken. You know, mm. and what if the Diamonds had been taken? Would it be like the Emerald Divisions, or you know what would it be? Sapphire. The Sapphires. Yeah. yeah. But um. But I watched cinnamons. a match. The cinnamons. Recent, yeah, the cinnamons. <laughs> the, um, we used to have a women's title at, uh, at, at, uh, at Doomsday Day? Wrestling, whatever, whatever company. Which is happening this Saturday. At yeah, which is happening this Saturday, folks. Oh, where, where did Tech Lone Star go? Oh, here he is. <laughs> Saturday at Numbers. But uh, we used to have a women's title, um, and, it, and we always wanted to, to make it. It's a joke. We always wanted to make it a pair of shoes. Was the title <laughs> just to be, like, super sexist as a joke, but, but we never did. But, but um, wow. But anyway, so uh, men di- get the belt, women get the shoes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Divas, um, I watched a match the other night on YouTube of Alundra Blaze. It was from like 94 or 95 versus Bull Nakano. And, and you should check it out if you get a chance. YouTube, Bull Nakano versus Alundra ba- uh, Blaze. It's really great. It's, a, it's, a, it's just a great match. I mean, I can't, I'm, I'm not BSing you. It's, 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 it's just great. And I'm wondering, okay, if I know women's wrestling now or Diva wrestling isn't what it used to be back in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know. Or even in the early two thousands, really, with, right. with Trish and Molly Holly, and do Leah you think if it went back to that, meaning more, le- I say legit wrestling, but more convincing wrestling, mm-hmm. would they get more viewers? Or do you think they're do? It's a it's a business decision, obviously, because they want right. to push this this reality show, and they're probably doing pretty well with that. As a as a wrestling fan, though, you kind of want to see good matches. 
Yeah. So, but I guess they're not trying to just appeal to just the hardcore wrestling fan who wants five star matches all the time, you know. Well, I feel like you know if you have a show that's centered around the women's division, yeah, why not have the women's division go out and put on some good shows? Yeah. Would how so, could that hurt? Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in other words. So I mean, when you have four women in the ring and the match lasts 30 seconds <laughs> yeah you know it's just going to end up as a highlight clip or something but do you think i mean i'm not actively watching i mean i catch it every at wrestling every once in a while or WWE. Right. do are do, can these women just not wrestle that good or are they just not giving them that much time some can't wrestle that good some yeah. of them are just hired for their looks they're just they're models like, basically who yeah, are exactly train yeah them. i see okay it's like we'll we'll, we'll train you but you're not going to know how to do much. Yeah, yeah you, got, you got a two-minute match. Uh, probably 90% of the matches end up with a roll-up. Yeah, that's that's what I yeah that's what I always catch whenever. So I, see I mean, if you go and watch NXT, mm-hmm. uh, the sort of I yeah, guess the, the minor the league, league or, for, yeah, you know they've got women there who are tearing the house down. Like wow. people are saying, dude, this is a match of the year, you know, mm-hmm. contention. Yeah. So. You know, then they get called up to the to the main roster, and it's like, oh, you, we're not going to see you. Because they have all these pretty models they want to feature yeah. instead. Okay, yeah. But I guess the uh-huh. dollar is the bottom line, or they I guess they see it as they're going to make more money I don't know. pushing this show. I think you would have more money if you had, you know... Compelling matches and... Co- compelling matches and compelling stories on their, to, to post on the te- yeah, TV show. show. Okay, yeah. I don't know. How, How does the reality show sell it like it's it's uh, kayfabe? Do they sell well, it like... Like wrestling's legitimate, or do oh, they? These oh. guys. It has like its own brand of kayfabe. There has like the the wrestling show Universe kayfabe. There is like a there is like the Total Divas version of the kayfabe. So it's like yeah. a, it's like two different huh. realities. So so they don't. Will they talk though? Like okay, you're going over in this match tonight, or do they act like it's N- a no? Contest? Sometimes the stories can reflect on what happens in a match, or mm. can uh, sort of affect what happens in a match, but it's never straight like um that sort of uh inside baseball stuff but sometimes they do talk about like getting like opportunities and yeah stuff, but it's never so inside baseball as to be like so-and-so's going over this I is, see. You know it's, it's I mean? not that revealing the thing right. that kills me though is like they film these shows you know mm-hmm. months in advance of it airing yeah and so when Raw comes around, they'll say, oh, did you watch what happened on Total Divas last night? And they'll show a clip from something that happened months ago, <laughs> yet they're having a match pertaining oh, to wow. that. Yeah, I guess that that's weird. That's, yeah. that's tricky. Uh, that's the whole scheduling. Universe A, Universe B discussion yeah, that so we that, have. D- but, they, but I'm sure on the show, they sell it like this thing happened last night, and that's real time, right? Right, like and that's what, they're, that's what they're doing. They're like, oh, yeah. I can't believe you slapped them on the show last that aired last night, yeah, so we're going to put ago. you two in a match now. And yeah. It's like they were reminded. We did this months ago, but right. I just watched that footage. Oh, I actually, I heard what you said in your in your confessional <laughs> about me. But that's interesting. It, yeah, wrestling does a lot of weird, or at least modern-day wrestling does a lot of weird stuff like that. Like, I remember... I'm always referencing stuff from like ten years ago when I come on this show. Ah, <laughs> oh, the, the good old years. The, the Acolytes Protection Agency had that. Yeah. Remember they had that office backstage with yes, the stand-up yeah. door and the, the door and the filing cabinets. I think it was Test and Albert. What a what a great tag team. Uh, <laughs> TNA. What a great tag team that was. Yeah. They trashed while the Acolytes were in a match. They trashed their office, <laughs> and it was on the screen, of course. Mm-hmm. And oh shit, their office is trashed. Then. The next show rolls around, and and Bradshaw and Farouk are walking backstage, and they walk by their trashed office. Now. <laughs> it obviously happened in a different city. Now mm-hmm. we can assume that maybe they trashed it again when they got to that city. Right. But it was sold kind of like, "Hey, what happened? Hey, <laughs> I can't believe they did this." You yeah. know, like we saw this last week. 
It's been I a whole week, <laughs> and we're in a completely different venue. What the hell happened? Yeah, or did uh, did it happen again? But it, it's yeah. that kind of thing. I guess you're just not supposed to it's worry that about that continuity. You gotta yeah. worry about. And if I can get get a little metal on you for just 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 thirty more seconds, I don't want to <laughs> take up your time here. Um, another thing that I always thought was weird in wrestling, and I always noticed from a dramatic standpoint. Okay, you, okay, you have entrance music, mm-hmm. which which we've had for a long time now. You know, um, since the '80s, I guess. Uh, when when that plays, yes, it's intended that. The audience can hear it. The viewers at home can hear it, and the wrestlers you assume can hear it, right? Yes. It's, it's not like it's not like score music in Star Wars where the, the characters do not hear it. <laughs> but but um, <laughs> but it's but if you think about it, like if back in the day Triple H would be out in the ring cutting a promo, a super long promo, like every episode of Raw would start mm-hmm. with, then. In the middle, my of the, how things have changed. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Triple H cutting a promo over a long now. time. At the and then, of the show. then in the middle of that, you'd hear "If You Smell" with, and Rock would come out. Right, and and Triple H would hear the music and he'd turn and he'd stop and look for the Rock to come out. Now, mm-hmm. now Rock <laughs> was just walking out there. Right. Now, if you think about that, it, it, like, did Rock tell someone? If you think about this from, <laughs> from a realistic point standpoint, did he tell someone, "Hey, I'm going to go out there because I don't like what this guy's saying." Right. But I can't just walk out there. You got to play my music for me, mm-hmm. or did someone see? Oh, Rock's coming! I got to get his music ready. Yeah, I'm just saying. If, if Triple H didn't acknowledge that, you could assume. Oh, they can't hear the music. It's just I've actually background. I've, you know, I've, I've it's thought, just something interesting. We've actually discussed something about that before in the past. Where mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, in current days, where when like there's a group of guys oh, just yeah. beating how, up on how someone. How do we see that? Yeah. Well, like oh, I'm sorry. Normally, it would be like okay, so they're beating up on a guy in the middle of the ring. And back in the day, someone would just run in the ring and try and fight off the guys. Yeah. Now it's okay. He's gonna get his ass kicked for about thirty seconds. Play the music. Wait for the wait for the cue for him to walk out. So his yeah. music's playing, and then he comes yeah, running out. The so it's like, is he like just something. standing backstage and be like, man, I gotta do something. Hey, play my music. Come on, play my music. <laughs> I gotta get out there. <laughs> All right, let's go. You know, and then yeah. he runs out there. Ah, yeah. Well, well also, I mean, you you could say like the backstage segments where there's not a guy interviewing them. It's just two people talking. Yeah. It's like how, how are we seeing that? I mean, it's kind of yeah. <laughs> they're just cameras installed or it's like everywhere. Have, they have the microphone stood up. You know, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guests at this time. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that used and to so be. And so then like they hold the microphone for the guy, but then someone else comes to the other side, and so the guy just walks away with the microphone. Yet yeah, we can hear exactly what they're saying. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, it's what's not, the point of the microphone then? It's not something I guess we're supposed to think about. We're breaking just, all these rules. It's just, it's just funny though if you break the stop walls down. And, yeah. the, and the weirdest part, if I, oh, sorry, if I, I can think get, the, I think the intent. It, if I can cut you off real quick, I think the if you if you like overanalyze it, it doesn't make sense. But I think the intent with the music, none of it makes sense. It's like <laughs> right, right. Nothing, so the crowd none of it actually up. makes sense. It's it's so that. The crowd knows to react. Like, yeah, oh, definitely. It's oh, it's all for theatrical reasons. Right, I'm just right. saying, but if you put a real world <laughs> right, right. logic to it, sure. like, well, also, you, you could argue why do these guys hate each other every week? Are they fighting throughout the week, like, <laughs> as they travel through the cities and then we happen to catch it on TV? Like um, they, they happen to be like on the road and yeah, they both fall into a Seven Eleven yeah. or something. Yeah, like, they, no, they're in the same car together, <laughs> like, fighting the whole time. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there was one time where. Uh, Orton was feuding with Undertaker for the upcoming WrestleMania match, and uh, and and he was Undertaker was getting into Orton's head, and there and and Orton was backstage, and he and his father Bob Orton mm-hmm. walked walked by, and 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 Orton was like, "Dad, I'm kind of flipping out, or I'm losing my mind, or whatever." And then Orton, and then Bob Orton's like, "Really, son? Are you okay?" And then you somehow see through Randy Orton's eyes, mm-hmm. and you see Bob Orton, and his eyes are like bleeding, and he's covered in blood. <laughs> But it's like somehow, somehow we saw through Randy Orton's yeah. eyes for that segment. So it's kind of a weird Man. thing. 
Anyway, sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to get all crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I totally derailed. This you guys thing. sound like you don't even like wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the hell's going on? Yeah. No, I just you know it's just it's just something. We appreciate to, to the theatrics. It. Yeah, theatricality. Okay, okay, you can continue your show now. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So then after that, we got to hear. <laughs> just go right back into it like nothing happened. So the Bushwhackers are the next Hall of Fame inductees. So, I mean, we've made our point of of thoughts of the. WWE Hall of Fame, so whatevs, they're in. <laughs> Whatever. So the next matchup we got to see Curtis Axel going up against Ryback. Um, Ryback Axel. Right, yeah, the reuniting of Ryback Axel only for Ryback to get the victory over Curtis Axel. Anything to really take away from the matchup? Ryback came off like the dick here because, I mean, even if Axel was being a little annoying, like they mm. were, like they ended their team on good terms. They just went their own ways, and he came out and was like, "Why are you being like whatever?" He's just being a dick. Because he's the big guy. Also, when he <laughs> said, like, um, whenever he said that... Um, Is that his catchphrase? Yeah. yeah. Well, that and feed me more. <laughs> um, he said something I'm about... I'm going to be the master of the feed me more. He said something about the Ryan Baxel being, like, the best tag team of all time or whatever, and he <laughs> shook his head no, like, as he was saying. The big guy. Feed <laughs> him more Cracker Barrel. Hey, you guys want to go Cracker Barrel? So, uh, so yeah, so Ryback ends up getting the victory. That takes us to the main event. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns going up against Orton and Rollins. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns end up getting the win. Anything to really take away from the matchup? Uh, nope. Orton. No, not really. Orton delivers uh, an RKO to uh, Jamie Noble. Yeah. But and it looks like he was going to attack Seth Rollins, but Seth he helps Rollins. him up and whatever. Slow That's burn. Yeah, that, that good, good shot. Good game, guy. All right, see you in the shower. So there you go. That wraps see you up. In the shower. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yeah. So that that ends up being the end of Raw. And now Total Divas with Doug and Tyler, mostly Doug. No wonder we call you Shadow Turtle. Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown ass woman. Hey, Total Divas time. Uh, yeah. So um, this week. Hey. 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 This week, would uh, one of y'all like to use this microphone <laughs> so you're not like face to face? Yeah, we can be face to face if you want to, like the band face to face. Yeah, we could be that. Okay, yo, so yo, 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 yo. Three storylines. Okay, so he tries to act like he's too cool. Yeah, he's too cool, but his fiance he's watches Total Divas. He's, so he's got a penis. He can't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I can't. You, you guys are the best choice. To- Right. You know, who understand women. You know, right. That's why you guys. Right. Um, I'm going to go with the, the sad storyline first. Sure. Sure. Okay. Natalia. Well, um, let's try and do the condensed version this week. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. It's real quick. Uh, well, pretty much throughout this whole episode, she finds out that her mom, there was some sort of leak, I guess, the toilet. It, it, it made their it house sound, got fucked up. It somehow. got it got messed up somehow. I thought they said like the toilet overflowed or a, a pipe busted, but the whole house flooded and it was in bad shape. And you know Natalia's dad's in rehab, so it's just a, the mom. So yeah, she, we're trying to do a motherfucking segment over here. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Really, we don't need the really fuck. Well, we don't need the fucking heckling. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, really Hecklers from the peanut gallery. Uh, <laughs> so she's talking to uh, TJ, 
Their house uh, looked like a little bit fucked up, but not like majorly fucked up. No, they just showed some parts of it. And uh, so nice for in my fucking apartment. (laughs) So, uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wow. This is the best segment. Yeah. (laughs) So, TJ calls uh, a friend, a contractor. They came over and looked at everything, and they, you know, over time, they fixed it. Um, it's well throughout the episode. It seemed like it was like a day, but I don't know how long it took. They fixed it, and uh, the mom came back, and you know she was speechless and all that stuff. And I think things oh were getting God. a little better between TJ and Natty, and that was it. Yeah, well, she did the thing where she was like, they're fighting, they're having their marital problems or whatever. They're the most unlikable couple on like we say this every week but they're totally the most unlikable couple they have ugly but cat she like yeah the cat's ugly yeah. she calls them and she's like yo i know we're having problems but i got this shit with my family like i need he he does the thing where he starts to be like are you really just calling me to ask me to help out with this shit or whatever and but then she he like sort of like like takes it down he's like okay fine i'll call some people who know how to use hammers and shit <laughs> and then uh next storyline was Eva Marie, uh the went to Las Vegas family vacation. Vacay. Everybody was there. It was like her uh douchebag brothers with her dad and Losers. everyone else and they had the grandkids. Uh so Eva Marie was talking to her brothers and was like, Hey, you know, uh let's do a little bucket list for dad because what does he have like cancer? <sighs> Forgot what he has. But uh they were like, uh, well, we're not going to call it that, but the whole time she was like calling a bucket list thing. Right. Uh, it was like eating a, a big, big ass hamburger in a certain amount of time contest like that. Uh, I want to I, I fucking do that. Uh, do you know of any places that do that around here? No, I do not. We should get, we should, I bet there's some in Houston. There's a great, uh, it's kind of far away, but I, I've eaten it like several times. It's in Fredericksburg, which is near San Antonio. It's the number two burger in, in Texas. Right. Voted by Texas Monthly. And if you can eat this certain giant burger in like 30 minutes, you get your name on the wall. I mean, you don't really get anything. You get a t-shirt. You, get, t-shirt? And, and right, you don't have, have to pay the for the food at all, huh? What's get, that, what? You get a t-shirt You don't have sweat. to pay for the food, huh? Oh, yeah. And you probably and you get it free. And you get it free. How, okay. how big of a burger we're talking It's like six patties or something. Shit, I can fucking eat that. You think <laughs> but it, it's really The hamburgers themselves are really freaking great, though. I mean, I, I eat like six hamburgers a day. I can definitely eat. <laughs> I think I can eat. Yeah, that's just yeah. no no sweat, no sweat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's called the Alamo Springs Cafe. If anybody's in Fredericksburg listening, check out the Alamo Springs Cafe. Seventy five percent off. Yeah, off their yeah. Tell them you know me, and the, and you get you get uh, put, on, put on my tab up there. Yeah. Yeah, on their yeah, on your way it's to Houston. Cross promotion, they get a, they get a dollar off the burger, and yeah. they also get a dollar off the show. That's right, and right. and one of those dollars goes to the the charity of their their a, por- a portion <laughs> of that dollar goes to a charity of their choice, a charity of my choice. <laughs> Whoa, uh, <coughs> yeah. So so back to this. Uh, so they also do skydiving. Well, the dad didn't. He would you skydive? No. No, fuck that. no, 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 no. No, fuck no. I'm afraid of heights. No, man. I'm afraid of heights too. Uh not as bad as I used to be, but I just I just don't need to be doing that. You know? No, it seems it seems like an unnecessary gamble. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. It doesn't seem like the, the payoff would be worth it. <laughs> right. No, no. Well, didn't they say like okay, you're gonna be jumping? I'm gonna jump out of this airplane, it's gonna be really fucking scary. I may die. 
Maybe. Well, I thought they said something like, oh, yeah, you're going to jump out of the plane, but it's going to be like 11 seconds until you hit the ground. Is that what they said? Uh, I don't remember. No, it's got to be longer than I that. Know. Right? I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't no, pull- no, they were like, you have enough time to pull your parachute. And I was like, no, that does not make sense. Well, they should watches. pull it when they're on the plane then and then jump out. I mean, just to make sure it's out. Then they'll uh, like whip around the plane and get yeah, caught on the plane. <laughs> they did some hiking and stuff like that. Hiking is a shitty bucket And I wouldn't hike item. either. I she mean, she I'm, was I'm hiking sure. in hills. Not apparently. worth the payoff. <laughs> what's up? What's she was apparently like? hiking in hills. Oh, really? That oh, those are just clever shots. I mean, uh, they, she had shoes, then they'd give her heels for the shots. But. Probably so. But uh, Who are you to You see? guys shouldn't believe everything you see on TV, okay? This is, you gotta believe everything. You know, man. Alf isn't real either. He's not really an well, he's Well, he's part of this episode. <laughs> um, so, then later on... I, oh, no, no, no. When they were... That's, that's a real, like, chauvinist point of view. Did you believe this woman couldn't hike in her heels? It, no, I think it's empowering because <laughs> it, it shows that she doesn't need to to look hot while she hot hot hikes. We didn't say she. What? We didn't say she needed to. She wasn't obligated to. She hey, was just capable. She was capable. Do you of. understand your white privilege? You want me to get to school? You. No. I check my white privilege at the door every day. Excellent. Oh, this coming from a man. This coming from a man. I'll collect all your male tears in a in a cup and season my meat with it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually joking. I, I I see people saying this kind of stuff all the time. <laughs> I like, oh, I'm just yeah. joking. I season my meat with something yeah, else. Yeah. That I'm, was, just, I'm, I'm just joking. joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just I'm just keep trying to keep you guys here as late as possible. Uh, I'm just joking. I say things like this all the time. <laughs> I'm just joking I- <laughs> about everything I say ever. I'm never I, I, I don't want to be responsible for it. I don't own up to anything. I I'm just joking. There's no show this weekend. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, there's a show this weekend. You should go. <laughs> Yeah, that number is Houston. <laughs> Buddy, I'm sorry. Total divas. <laughs> okay, so. All right, wrap well, it up, B. He does not want to get on the plane. He walks off. They hear something about the, the bucket dad or list. Jonathan? No, uh, the dad. He doesn't want to uh, jump. And uh, so the, the, the brother sold Eva Marie out. Like, oh, yeah, Eva Marie says she wanted this bucket list thing. And she was like, what the fuck? And then uh, <laughs> he. Uh, she uh she talked or the dad was talking she's like i don't know what's this deal about this bucket list thing i'm feeling great you know i'm just here to have fun he's like y'all need to stop talking about this it's like um so later on they go back to the hotel they're all talking and stuff and then they i think they iron everything out then uh the next day they race some um race cars and uh tear shit up and stuff and that was it Sounds like they just find stuff for them to do. (laughs) Let them do it. Off the top of your head, give me Tyler A. Bear's top three bucket list items. Go. Oh, shit. Um, Rattle them off. First thing comes to mind. Bucket list things? Top three. Give me three. Oh, dude, I did not fucking know. Oh, I didn't want to go scuba diving. That's that's boring. Go ahead. Number Uh, two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I don't fucking know. I want to uh, eat a big hamburger. <laughs> I want to eat a big hamburger. <laughs> and, uh. That's only one. What do you mean, and, uh, like you got a third? I don't have a fucking bucket list. <laughs> okay. Your bucket list is scuba diving. All right. Let's get <laughs> I don't fucking know. Scuba diving three times. Oh, shit. 
All right. The last storyline was with the Bellas, and Nikki has a problem spending money, and she wants this uh, bag because there's these two designers that are uh, um, collaborating together, and there's this bag that's like uh, $21,000, right? Right. And 21 clams. Yeah, and then Brie was like, you don't need to buy that. That's just stupid. You need to save your money. And then, but apparently John buys it for her because she was probably saying, John, buy it for me. And, but John will buy, <laughs> John will buy anything for her. So as a total, you're reading from a transcript, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so John buys it for her and then, uh, they go to a meeting and Bree was trying to, uh, prove a point to Nikki that, Hey, you need to save your money. But they got turned on her because they were like, Oh, she's going to have a baby or she wants to have a baby soon. And he was like, well, have you ever thought of saving your money? And what did he say? He Whoa, said, who's having a baby soon? No, they're not. She was saying, they were trying to point out, remember how the last episode that. What she, if we accidentally get pregnant? Yeah, like that. And then, I, that But John was, doesn't want kids. No, no, no. It's Brie. Oh, remember I the meeting? Uh, did you watch it? No, I didn't see this episode. That's oh, okay. Well, I'm just trying to help you guide through it. Well, she, they flipped uh, the table on her. So that meeting with that, uh, Kapow, that guy, yeah, you're surprised, pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you, yeah, you're pregnant. You've been fucked. You're pregnant. Um, reality And it didn't uh, turn out as she expected. And that was pretty much the end of that episode. Hmm. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> If you were uh, if you were surprised pregnant, what is one thing that you spend an obscene amount of money on that you would have to learn to not spend an obscene amount of money on? Off the top of your head, go. Uh, statues. The the uh, uh no, are more bust. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's totally it this week, motherfuckers. Girl, Girl bye. Good stuff. Bravo. You can see why the fans demand it. No, no, that was pretty good, though. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. I, I'd so. rather listen to you guys talk about it than watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> We're more entertaining than the show itself. <laughs> so, did you guys want to dive into uh, Lucha or uh, or go straight we'll to just, Q&A? We'll just go to Q&A. Go straight Q&A. to Q&A. Your questions are answers. First question coming to us from our boy Thomas. Drop it low, son. Low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Saying, hey, guys, two questions for you fine folks this week. A wrestling-related one and a not-so-wrestling-related. Related. Related. Firstly, I want to talk about uh, talk to you about one of my guys uh, who who I've liked since his debut back in 2007, Cody Rhodes, with his reputation for making questionable gimmicks work, <laughs> dashing, disfigured, stardust, etc. Uh, Cody's really grown on me, and there was a time when I thought he could have made an excellent SmackDown World Champion. In his recent comments after Raw, he made remarks against the Attitude Era, namely again, uh, current superstars Goldust, Big Show, Kane, and Mark Henry, who in Stardust's eyes are taking spots of young guys such as himself. However, this got me thinking, uh, as it is nearly eight years since Rhodes' debut, uh, I thought I'd ask you guys, do you think Cody Rhodes has peaked in his career, or do, or do you think his best moments are ahead of him? And if you think he has peaked, when do you think that was? I think he's peaked. Yeah. Uh, I think he peaked in the tag team with Goldust when Goldust came back mm-hmm. when they did the angle where he was fired whenever he went to get married or whatever. Yeah. I think that was the that's Pete Cody Rhodes right there. That's the the best he's ever looked. The most right after Road Scholars. Uh, no, 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 past Road Scholars. I'm talking. Uh, yeah. 
I'm talking when they quote unquote fired him. Mm-hmm. Um, he went and got married. He came back, and then yeah. that's when Goldust came back, had the match and with. They won the tag with Orton. They won the tag titles. I yeah. think that's your Pete Cody Rhodes right there. Mm-hmm. Most interesting he's been because he was sort of the only time I've like emotionally connected like with his character when he was sort of like the fiery babyface guy who just you know. Yeah. Just sort of fighting for a spot in the company. Yep. I think that's Pete Cody Rhodes right there. I would probably agree with you. So good stuff. Um, so now on to the not so wrestling related question, as I'm sure you are all well aware, as you no doubt must have this date circled in red on your calendars. My 20th birthday is Sunday, the first of March. Happy birthday! Saying uh, don't have much planned for my birthday for the day itself, as prices to dine out always shoot up on Sunday. So, oh, yeah. So yeah, having big, yeah. <laughs> so having cake and pizza on the Tuesday, uh, but I want to know <laughs> what would you choose as your ideal cake flavor as well as pizza at? flavor. I guess he's surprised that prices go Did up your on prices Sunday. Prices go up on Sundays. They Maybe do. over there. Maybe in the UK. I don't yeah. know. Oh really? Do they? Okay, I'm, it's we're possible. Laughing for no reason. Uh, we're laughing like a bunch uh, of arrogant they're Americans. They're making. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all <laughs> oh, Sunday. Over this is why people lie. hate Americans, guys. That's right. This <laughs> is why people. Their prices go up. We yeah, pay normal prices on our Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's really odd, though. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that that is kind of strange. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so what would be your choice as an ideal cake flavor as well as pizza flavor? Basically, as if you were to show up on my door as a surprise birthday guest. Don't worry. I'll act surprised. What should I prepare for you guys? Take care and keep being you. Text on Star. Kick us off. Favorite pizza flavor and favorite cake flavor. Oh man, I like all sorts of cakes. Uh, I like pizza, all right too. Um, you know, I like traditional pizza. I don't like any of this fancy yuppie pizza. I just mm-hmm. like you know tomato sauce, uh, mozzarella cheese, and probably uh, if I, I, I guess he's asking what uh, what toppings? topping combination. Yeah. Mm, that's really up to me, isn't it? Yeah. I'll I'll take uh, so uh, <laughs> unexciting. Um, I'll say pineapple. Canadian bacon and mushroom. I had that the other day. Mm. Really good. I also just like pizza with a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. Like just supreme pizzas. As far as yeah, cake yeah. goes, I like all sorts of cakes. I love cakes. Um, I do. Grab them cakes. I like this really. Yeah, you remember that <laughs> Junkyard Dog song? Beef cakes? That's, that's the reference. I don't like beef cake so much. <laughs> I don't like meat in my cakes. But I like uh, I like just really double chocolate cake, like with lots of chocolate. And I also like ice cream cakes. Ooh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Doug, how about you? I'm a pepperoni guy if I'm feeling sort of uh, froggy. All right. <laughs> Hungry? Um, Sometimes I, I may go with like a pepperoni with like jalapenos or a pepperoni with jalapenos and banana peppers. That, like, when you want to kick sh- it up a notch. Yeah, yeah. kick it up a notch. <laughs> Bam! Um, also, like, I don't, I, I doubt that the UK has this shitty pizza place called CZ's Pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. With, with, with really shitty cheap pizza. But what I, my favorite thing from CZ's, they have the, like, that taco pizza where it's like, Ugh. it's like, I'll lo- shut your fucking mouth, Texas. Or you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> no, but, uh, it's just like regular pizza, but it has, like, um, hamburger meat, lettuce, cheese, and, like, shredded cheese, and then, like, salsa on top. I like that for some reason. That's my jam at CC's Pizza. You <laughs> the probably best know. pizza value anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, six bucks for all-you-can-eat pizza. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a good deal. I remember one opened in my uh, in my neighborhood when I was a kid. It was, like, two ninety nine, and it was, like, cardboard with cheese on it. Sure. <laughs> but, but we ate there all the time. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> That's the best. 
I, I'm not a huge cake guy. I mean, I like cake just fine, but I got to have like a middle piece. I don't like the corners because it's like too much icing for really? me, you know? Yeah, I like yeah, I I like what you said. I like where your head was at with that that ice cream cake stuff. Yeah. Though. That's the good shit. Yeah. You like jumping out of cake though, right? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. How you think I make make rent, dog? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Tyler? Uh, Favorite pizza? Yeah, I like the works. You know, with bell pepper, uh, black olives, mushrooms. Um, I'm just a uh, also a pain a uh, pain. <laughs> I'm a pain. I'm a pain to everybody. I, I like the plain pepperoni. Yeah. Um, cake. I'm not a big cake fan. Um, I like uh, cheesecake. Oh yes. And then uh, cheesecake factory. Yum. This one has cake in the name, but it's really not the cake. Uh, it's not really cake. Uh, cookie cake. Mm-hmm. From the Great American Cookie Company. There you it's go. Not really cake. Funnel cake. Ooh, funnel cake. That's Bo- not really cake either. But bunch I cake? like it. You like bunch cake. We're just naming cakes. <laughs> yeah, let's just name all the different cakes. Um, Here's my problem with Supreme: is I like a Supreme, but. I like light on the olives, and even if you say light on the olives, they give you too many fucking olives every yeah. time. Like, I don't mind an olive, but I don't need overpowering olives, you know? Yeah. Fuck no that. Way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I like uh, hamburger pizza, pepperoni pizza, the Canadian bacon. Um, you would. Uh, all that good I stuff. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> all that good stuff. He loves his meat. Yeah. So as far as uh, cake, I'm fine. I like red velvet. Um, I, I mean, I'm traditional. I like white cake with white icing. I like chocolate cake with chocolate icing. I like all all the good stuff. Talk about white privilege. Yeah, I know. White right? uh, I like cheesecake. I like uh, cookie cake, funnel cake, cake. Mm, cake. I like cupcakes. I like cupcakes. I heard that red velvet in in Europe. Um, I mean, I've just heard. I've just read this a few times. I've never experienced it. All my travels to Europe, which yeah. are which are numerous, um, promoting Doomsday <laughs> yeah, this oh, yeah. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard that Rev, Red Velvet Cake is like a joke, like it's looked upon as some sort of like, oh, really? chemical concoction that Americans created or something. Hey, Red well, Velvet Cake's the jam. It is delicious, good, yeah. though. It's not my favorite, but I like it already. Go to Cheesecake Factory and mm-hmm. get their Red Velvet Cheesecake. Mm. Oh, oh, I'll do it. Oh, I'll do it. Oh, oh, mm. uh. So yeah, yeah Next stuff. next week we're. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So happy birthday. Yeah, happy, yeah, happy birthday, birthday, listen. Um, yeah, next week we're gonna cover Lucha Underground. This week we just—it's a late show, and it's, it's already after midnight. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a great episode really to jump in on anyway. But uh, now that Abraham's got a little backstory to work with, we'll jump into it next week. Okay. But uh, wait, we have more questions. Yes, we do. Okay, go go. A couple go. more. Uh, next question is from Flaccid Peepee. Flaccid Peepee <laughs> saying. <laughs> Saying, hey guys, good show this week. Thank you for answering my question. Is that uh, his full name? I, well, that's the username he chose on YouTube. Placid. Yeah. Damn. I will be getting ROH stuff very soon. Anyways, I thought Raw was excellent last week, and I was uh, I really wasn't expecting Flair. But as for Fastlane, the whole number one contender match is a little pointless because if either Brian or Reigns wins, Reigns is uh, Rollins is mostly likely coming out of Mania as champ. With that said, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's a strong possibility. I think mm-hmm. I think the big question mark is we don't know if uh, Lesnar has re-signed, and I think he only has one date scheduled past Mania and probably the Raw after yeah. if he doesn't re-sign. So I think that's the big um, puzzle piece that we don't necessarily know how it's shaped. Okay. Uh, other has Speaking of Ring of Honor, before you move on really quick, okay. uh, Ring of, if you want to hear us talk about Ring of Honor this week, all that's on the radio show this week. We talked yes. We talked this week's ROH TV. We talked about the 13th anniversary card and gave predictions and all that good shit. All that good stuff. Download that app. Yeah, download it. Sports or Radio Beaumont. Yeah, check it so, out. So uh, 
Flaccid PP also says, also something uh, else that I've read, a, spe- a few spoilers for the NXT tapings and read that Rhino was returning. What do you guys think about that? That's something I didn't see coming. Also, Brian Kendrick. Yes. Uh, well, there's been some sort of talk about making it like a touring promotion and not necessarily just exclusively like a uh, training thing. Like a, mm-hmm. like it's not just exclusively to cultivate talent, maybe sort of making it somewhat an alternative. Special attraction. Yeah, like its own sort of little thing and... Um, if they're going to go that route, then it's uh, I can see them using, you know, your your veterans who aren't really tied down anywhere else to sort of help give you. It, it'll help accelerate the like if if a bunch of guys are trying to learn and get better, they're just like bouncing off of each other. Uh, you know, it's not as helpful as if you mix some vets in. Like you know, it, it'll, it'll s- speed up the process for some of these guys. Yeah, not that all of them need it, but you know, never hurts. Yeah. So, uh, f- all right. Well, final question tonight coming to us from Primetime saying, hey, guys, it's your boy Primetime sliding in like Sub-Zero on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> Here to talk a little Taker versus Wattit Mania. I think Bray should use a quote uh, that I heard in the movie trailer for Godzilla. It's on YouTube called In Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. It describes how the prince has now become the new face of death. You guys should check it out. Plus, what did you think of Godzilla 2014? I'm the only person that I know that loves it, and everyone else thinks that it sucks and makes me feel like an asshole for liking it. That sounds like scary. What was the first thing you said? Sounded scary. Uh, in Alamo, Alamo Gordo, New Mexico. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a confession and say that I didn't see the Godzilla. The 2014 Godzilla. Tyler, did you get to see Godzilla? I did not. You did not? I saw it in 3D. I liked it. Uh, I would have liked to see a little more Godzilla. I think that was the main gripe for a lot of people. It was too human-focused. But uh, right. I had no I had no major issues with it. I thought it was really cool. The uh, My favorite part was uh, where Godzilla destroyed one of the monsters in a very kick-ass way. So, uh, But yeah, I didn't have any issues with it. I didn't like see it. But uh, I had a friend who saw it, who's a huge Godzilla fan. Like, uh, you know, he loves all the Godzilla movies. He, he didn't like it. No, well, he didn't hate it, but he didn't like it too much. He did complain though that he that the monster was called Godzilla for like they didn't really explain why. Mm-hmm. Did, did you, do you remember that? I don't remember like, that part. Or, or yeah, or did, did they even call? Let him them fight. Yeah, so I don't know. Let I, them I haven't fight. Seen it, but who knows? So I think I think in the like the ninety three minute run, mm-hmm. Godzilla was present for like eight and a half minutes. Oh really? Wow. So yeah, it was like. Well, so isn't this the one where um, what's his name? Brian stra- Cranston. He was straight yeah. off of Breaking Bad, and they made this. Yes. They cut the trailer around him, and he's only in the the, the movie for like five minutes. He's in the, yeah. In the well, first he plays act. Godzilla, right? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what absolutely. I heard. That's he's he's his drug dealer. <laughs> Sells so him a good. Brian Cranston's only in it for a little bit. For the like the first act. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He does. I can't tell you that. Spoilers, mother. I know, dude. This is a spoiler. How about this? Podcast. How about you go watch the movie and and enjoy it? I finally saw Birdman like this weekend. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I agree. It. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Have you seen the Theory of Everything? No, it's no. I've been hearing all good things good. about that as well. Yeah, it's really, it's I just good. saw like I had to go buy the fucking Blu-ray of Birdman because it didn't play anywhere around here. I would have had to it's, drive. It's already out on Blu-ray. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it came out November. I guess I, I saw it late. I saw it. It was one of those like select theaters yeah. that came out in November. I, I heard good things, and plus I'm a Michael Keaton fan, so yeah. yeah, it was a it was a really good film. So go and check that out. So uh, so yeah, so that's the show. Thanks for uh, your comments. Thank you, Mr. Tex Lone oh, Star, for joining thank us you for this week. Me. Uh, sorry to keep you here late. It's a long. I know it's going to be a long yeah. trip back to Houston. Appreciate the ride. You're going to get me to the airport. Absolutely. Tonight, show. Yeah, Tyler's going to hook you up with that one. Oh, so. Thank you so much, Tyler. Yeah. Cloud knows for you. Oh, well, thank you. 
You want to make I one already have last, my own though. You want to make one last sell? One last sell, the folks. Sell. One last sell, folks. If if you a first person who goes to the door at numbers this Saturday, February twenty eighth, and walks up to the doorman and says, "I want to kiss Tex Lone Star on the mouth," gets in free. There you go, folks. <laughs> nice. First person who does it. Doomsday wrestling. First person who never does it, or funny. first person who says it. First person who will. You can do something by saying by, who, who says it. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to clarify. Like first yeah. person to kiss you on the mouth, or no, the no, first? No, oh, okay. no, 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 they, you know, uh, they, don't, they don't have to do it. They don't okay. have to do it, but unless they want to. I'm gonna kiss um, you on the mouth right now. Oh, well, that's that's what you're still not getting in for free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to be first in the door. That's right. The first person to say it, and if you want to do it, we'll see. <laughs> He's going to judge you on your attractiveness level before. <laughs> before I, uh, I ain't kissing just anybody. So there you go. So make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WS Video, our Facebook page, WS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. Don't forget to plug the radio show. And don't forget to plug the radio show. We're on <laughs> SportsRadioBeaumont.com. You can download the free app on your smartphone device by searching Sports Radio Beaumont. And good stuff. So, uh, yeah, check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. And Doug just whispered something in Tyler's ear. They're probably gossiping about oh, Total Diva. Yeah, good more Lord. Total Diva talk. Uh, you can find us on uh, Stitcher, BeyondPod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber, Doomsday Wrestling's at Doomsday Houston. Thank you. And DoomsdayWrestling.com, text Lone Star, Doomsday Wrestling on Facebook. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Dan O'Haran. I'm Taylor. I'm Darnell. <laughs> and we will catch you all next week.